Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Cold Eastwood, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the XNC Podcast live. Welcome. This is Cold Eastwood. This is episode 46. We are about a month away from the one-year anniversary of this new podcast, the Xbox Newscast. And let me get my situation here. Uh, I'm <laughs> just flying by. There we go. Atta baby. That's how you hit the buttons. I'm here with uh, Mag. We're going to I'll, yes. I'll him in a second. But what we just did was we were on Boom's Primetime Gaming with his whole panel and I'm bringing in Boomstick, Mr. Boomstick XL, and middle-aged gamer guy. We're going to talk about the gaming news, continue the conversation. But Boom's going to get his stuff tied up on his show. Uh, you know, take the launch codes offline. And <laughs> yes, I'm just going to take the moment here live on the show to like, hi, I'm Cold Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, it's me. How are you doing, buddy? It is amazing to be here. I got to tell you, when you first started this show. Um, obviously I, I, I was, I've, I've been on primetime gaming uh, for a couple of years and then you started the show and I, and I always watch your show in the replay, obviously, cause I'm doing mine live. Right. So I'd be <laughs> on there and I'd watch it the next day. Cause I always used to have Tuesday, Wednesdays off. And on Tuesdays, my tradition would be I get up and make myself some eggs, bring the kids to school, do the whole nine yards and sit down and listen to cold Eastwood. And I always think about, I see the guests that you have on this show, right? You got some big names on there. You know, you got, uh, you got the, the metal hair there, uh, Jeff Grubb and all the other dudes on here yes. and, and miles Dompier and you got all these other great guys and, and randall thor i almost called him fraudal thor again uh yeah i hope you're listening rand um and, and i got a funny story to tell you about rand afterwards but how, anyhow um and i see all these great guests and i always think to myself i'm like you know there's absolutely no way i could ever be on this show it's, it'd always be like a like a like a pipe dream of mine it'd be like it'd be incredible and now all of a sudden i'm here on this show it is unbelievable i'm, I'm my mind's completely blown i told my wife about it and I'm like, honey, you're never going to believe this. I'm going to be on Colt's show. And she like almost jumped out of her skin. She was so, so uh, excited. And uh, actually, she's going to be listening at work with her coworkers right now. But uh, uh, anyway. I said this. I said the yeah. same thing to my wife. I said, hey, you know, the guy who does, he wears the unicorn thing and does a funny video. She goes, yeah. I go, he's going to be on my show. No. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on. Don't be ridiculous. Nobody knows. You know, half of your chat, half of the chat who, who probably doesn't even know me. And they're probably sitting there going, why does this guy sound like Mooch all the time? I, I do get that. Yeah. Yeah. I go on a different show. That's 
that's the first and, thing I heard was uh, Mooch 2.0 because you guys kind of have a similar <laughs> voice delivery. But yeah. I mean, come on, we're it's, it's it's such a great community. We're gonna get Boomstick in here in a little yes. bit. Uh, if you think you're gonna have a good time, I mean, we could pretty much guarantee it's gonna be a good time tonight. Hit the like button, show your support for the show. This is the XZ Podcast. It goes live on the Colt Eastwood channel, which we're. I mean, you're here. This is where you're at, so you know where you're at. This is that map says you are here. And we're also on demand, if you're listening after the fact, uh, on audio only on Spotify, Google Pocket Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. So that's pretty nice. Uh, you know, maybe mow the lawn tomorrow and listen to the show if that's what you're doing. But thank you so much for being here. Uh, we'll get kind of rolling before – we'll just kind of slow roll before we get booming here. I got to read – out the channel veterans that have uh, been supporting the channel. We got Ricky Fallon, Zenner White, Poochie Wolf, Assassin, DeBlue, Devario, Two Gaming, Fault Lines, Reek Havoc, Rodney Coots, Gaz, Dark CMF, Betamax, Dante Moody, Alex Wilson, Lord Starkiller, Robert Jackson, Gamer McFly, Assassin Lupa, Nano Polymets, Suicide King, Yodani Kizada, Phil, KY Bob, William Lanza, and Matt Burns. And uh, I have not updated that list. Let me get the right thing up here. I have not updated that list in a couple of days. So if you're missing on that, you'll probably be on there next week. I'll get that taken care of tonight. But welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Uh, Drunk TJ has a super chat already, already with the $2 super chat. Says, Hi, Colton panel. Yes, the panel will be Boomstick and Mag and I tonight. We talked on the Boomstick show about a lot about Senator Warren's uh, disgust of the Activision <laughs> reprehensible behavior yeah. like that right yeah, like, like the jowls just moving yeah like a like right. an old british senator you know standing there this the crown must stop this yeah that's all i could picture yeah irrehensible. yeah the, the 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 blubbering guy from the prequels in the star wars movies yeah that's all uh politics is not so much fun but we did have a good discussion we got into the playstation premium thing so we will cover that um so yeah boom had uh, we had a great show over there and he's he's taking care of business as he closes up shop but yeah shout out i gotta ask uh so meg let's give you a proper introduction tell uh, i'll I'll just refer to you meg because it'll be super quick that way um tell people about like where you come from and and like how you got into this community because it is, it's an elite community, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Yes. Well, you know, part of the upper crust now. I'm, I'm not sure I can, you know, right. speak to my publicist about all this. Uh, anyways, in all seriousness, um, I've, I started listening to podcasts and all this kind of, well, podcast shows, uh, even just like short videos here and there. I think Dealer was one of the first. And I, uh, I actually did a, a show with Dealer uh, with Boom. It was uh, about a year ago. And uh, we were talking, I told him, I said, I think one of the very first videos I ever saw was a dealer gaming video. And it was one of those ridiculous videos where he would just, you know, complain about something. And he had like a, he had like Witcher 3 footage in the background. And he just oh my be, gosh, like, yeah. Like, you remember those? Like, like his first Yeah, yeah, videos? like 20, 2016, maybe 2015 yeah. or so. And yeah, it was me too. Always Witcher three footage, right? It was. It was always. I'm like, I, I, I got. He was Witcher three like, or Forza Motorsport. Yeah, <laughs> for and me. I'm like, yeah. Does this guy play any other games? But anyways, in all seriousness, I fell in love, and I just thought to myself, I'm like, I didn't realize this truly existed. Uh, then I started, you know, I started watching like angry video game nerds stuff like that, guys like that, and then I started something interesting started happening, and. I started talking back to these. So like I'd be, I'd be getting ready for work and I have my cell phone in the bathroom and I'd be listening to a podcast, whatever. And I'm sitting there showering and all of a sudden I'd be yelling at the phone. And then it'd be like, well, I think that this, and I'd be like, you're wrong. It's coming out in November. I'd be like yelling at the phone. 
And my wife would stick her head in the bathroom and she goes, who, who are you yelling at? And I'm like, I'm yelling at Randall Thor. He has no idea what he's talking about or whatever, right? Or this and that. I'm like, I'm yelling at Mooch. I'm yelling at, at that time, Crap Gamer was in there and all these other guys sure. and whatever. Sorry, you're going to say something? No, no, I said, sure. Oh, I mean, I oh, remember. Sorry, sure, yeah. I, yeah, those so, are the people. Yeah, Gil. Don't let me interrupt you. No, 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 no. Come on. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. It's your show. So anyways, here's the thing. So then all of a sudden what ended up happening was slowly but surely she realized, first of all, this is what I do at work anyway. When I'm like, I'm an executive chef. What we do at work, we're cooking and we're talking about video games and movies anyway. So essentially Ooh. we're having a seven hour podcast every night. Right. But no one's listening. While you're chopping right? off fingers into yeah. the. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we'd be doing all these things and just talking anyway about games and this and that, whatever. And so it was wonderful. And then, then one day uh, I got, it came around to Christmas. My wife got me a Here microphone <laughs> and a camera and all this other stuff. And I go, what, what are you doing with all this stuff? What, why'd you buy me all this stuff? And she said, word for word, she said, this is the kick in the, this is the kick in the rear that you needed. And she says, get on the air. And awesome. I said, okay. And and I just reached out to, the, I actually, at that time, the only person I was talking to was Noof Nukem. And Noof Nukem says, you know what, man, I'll give you a shot. I don't even know you, but I'll give you a shot. <laughs> and literally that night he called me and then he said, listen, I need you on the show. I want you as a permanent member, whatever else. Luckily, this handsome devil down below, uh, <laughs> Mr. Boomstick, he was listening to that show. And then he hits me up and says, dude, I, I, don't, I don't know who you are, but I want you on my show just as a guest. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I went on that show and I did that. And then literally halfway through the show, he's like, I want you as a permanent panel member on this. Live show. on the air. Live, Live on, on the, the air. air. And then I, I did and I never looked back. Now, a decent proposal. Gaming. Yeah, <laughs> always been gaming, always been doing my thing. Uh, I, I stayed off of the YouTube. Like, I'm on YouTube, obviously, right now. But I'm just saying, like, I didn't do my own channel is because I have a lot of reasons why. Like, I, I feel I know it sounds really ridiculous, but I feel like it kind of stunts my thought process and my ideas of the videos I make. So the videos that I do make, I put them on Twitter because I don't get struck because I'm not making money off them. I don't need the money. To, uh, to be doing that kind of stuff. I'm doing it for the love of it, and I'm doing it for the laughs, the jokes, and, of course, poking fun of the community. And that's what I've been doing. And obviously, uh, I mean, it really started to gain momentum, you know, and then I didn't realize it, that people would react the way they do. Like, even the last video, like, I'm starting to cross, like, hundreds of thousands of views. That yeah. I almost got to a million on one of them, and I got 980,000. I was so damn close. And uh, But, yeah, it's striking a chord with people, and I realized that that's my avenue. And of course, I love to talk. I love to do podcasts. I love to do shows. And I love being a part of this community. And like, it blows my mind. Like, like two years, three years ago, I was just that guy listening to all this stuff. And then I turn on my Xbox and my PlayStation and I got all your names on there. And I'm like, they're my friends. <laughs> it's so cool. You know what I, I mean? I gotta... It is wild to me, you know? And now I'm yeah. here. I got I to gotta say before I uh, we, you know, usher in Mr. Boomstick, like, it's not a joke. Like I, I used to sit at my desk with my phone like this down here, uh, watching dealers' videos, like over here, and sitting down and and rapping about the what's going on in the gaming business and what's going on in the gaming sphere with uh, the hardware, right? So I felt like I knew dealer, and you feel like <laughs> so dumb. Like at the time, I think dealer had like eleven thousand subscribers. I thought he was a superstar. I thought he was like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he still kind of is, right? And look, and look at you now. In his words, you're the uh, <laughs> you're the uh, the naughty dog of YouTube, Colt Eastwood. How you doing there, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's he's but like it's the crazy. Elvis of YouTube when he talks. I love it. <laughs> hey guys, what's Dilly Graham? Yeah, <laughs> I I mean I've yeah I mean I've been really close friends with him for so long, but I still think of him as he, he's an incredible. These content creators in this community are unbelievable. 
So I'm going to segue right into Boom, who is somebody I've got. I've been one of the very few people in this community I've been fortunate to meet in person. We met yeah. uh, three years ago at E3 yep. 2019. Fucking do the math. Yeah. Mr. Boomstick XL, he's got almost 10.4 thousand subscribers. He's uh, growing on Twitter. He's just bragged that he got 9,000. He's, feel, he's <laughs> feeling good. He's flexing the muscles. Um, it was a tough thing when I started this podcast. Like, there's no there's no room for new podcasts. And I had to, like, punch mine in uh, with his. And so I'm like, we got to do a show together. So yeah. since Boom just joined us, we just got off of his show for an hour and a half with his excellent panel. panel. Mr. Boomstick XL, welcome to XNC. I'll hey, stop man. talking. I'll take a breath. I'll go out of the room. I'll, I'll go to the bathroom if I have to. But <laughs> say hello. Hey, man. Listen, Cole. This is, look, 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 one of the things that I find so exciting about YouTube is the untapped potential of, of this community, right? There really is only so much space for people. I mean, look, I, I, I watch Gaz and Asa. I watch Ains. I watch Damn. the Iron Lords. I watch John and Nick and OBM over on Xbox era. I, I mean, and how I do it, how I'm able to catch up, you know, because people say, boom, how do you find the time? You get, you do four live shows, you know, you manage the household. I'm still trying to play games. I have to do all the, all the writing. It's, it's the love. It is the love yeah. of this incredible community that welcomed in. You got to remember, you know, when I came in on the scene four years ago, I was very transparent, folks. If you don't know who I am, I'm I'm ex I'm, I'm ex NYPD. I served my city and my neighborhood for, that I grew up in for 20 plus years before spinal cord injury cut my short my career uh, short. For 21 years, I had to retire because they had to build me back up, and I'm like the million dollar man of what's holding me together. And I've been gaming since 1978. I've been gaming for over 40 plus years since my dad brought home the Atari 2600 with Combat, Pac-Man, and I believe it was Missile Command is what he brought home. Mm -hmm. uh, I have never do, fallen do, out of do. love of, yeah, I've never fallen out of love of gaming. Um, I came into the, you know, look, I, I, how I found YouTube was how um, I used to be the guy that gave IGN the 30 bucks a year to keep the lights on for Ryan McCaffrey and his podcast, right? Oh, I wow. used to support Giant Bombs, both shows through Patreon. Uh, I used to support, I actually still support Greg Miller and Kind of Funny. I've been supporting them for, I want to say, maybe seven or eight years. Uh, I supported Colin Moriarty for years. And, you know, obviously, you know, when you're retired, you, you know, you got to you got to be a little bit more frugal with your money because it's one salary coming in. So you got to be mm -hmm. so I wasn't supporting. But what wound up happening is I fell out of love with the with the media in 2014. They turned their backs on Xbox in, a, in the most egregious way. And I stopped supporting them. And I, I was like, damn, what am I going to do? And someone was like, hey, listen, you should check out YouTube. And I said, YouTube, just like an <laughs> old man. YouTube is for kids. YouTube. Like, what is that? <laughs> and I, I started listening to shows like The Iron Lords and Colt Eastwood. And, and I saw a dealer. And I saw a guy named Tim Dog. I'm like, wow, this guy really knows yeah. his stuff. And uh, I, I used to listen to Crossfire. And I was like, wow, I like the mooch. He's a New York guy like me. And I got on his show by asking him, hey, can I be on the show? And 
that's how the Mr. Boomstick XL was uh, was was born. And uh, I've been doing YouTube since 2017, since my first horrendous video. And it's there. It's if you want to go see how terrible a video is, <laughs> I'm watching. Go it right back after this. <laughs> to November 3rd. 2017 it is the worst video the sound is off i i didn't even know how to make a thumbnail the thumbnail is of a game that was playing that youtube made for me i was like this is right well i wouldn't subscribe to me this is terrible so but i leave it there folks so i i, I can see where the growth has been and now i have created four live shows per week it is a lot of work but it is something that i enjoy I absolutely enjoy doing and Colt, it's it's great to be on your show finally. And I'm glad that we made it work, that we got you on for the first 90 minutes of prime time. And here we are on XNC. And I can't wait to dive into these topics. I mean, are we gonna are we gonna make it through? Is the, is gonna be the question. You know, we got we got some of the people in the chat well, talking I have about an old how old man they are. back, so I might go off camera to kind of <laughs> do know, some it. stretching. <laughs> I did actually. You know what? All joking aside, I did do that. Did you see on on uh, on, on primetime gaming? I my screen went black for a minute because I had to get up and I had to do the old man groan and just like <laughs> the, do the thing where you put your hand yep. on your hips and go yeah. Yeah. lean back, yeah, yell at the crazy. kids. Yeah. They're like, yeah. go to bed, and then just come oh back like Harrison. That's Ford. awesome. Come back. Well, I'm gonna, well, I'm going to give the audience an idea of what they're in for because we talked about a lot about the political stuff, which we'll lightly touch on. But um, it's going to be a really good show. Hit the like button if you're going to have a good time. I'm pretty sure it's going to be really good. Got yeah. two great people here. And shout out to the mods. Yudana Kuzada. got Sean the Bree, uh, Happy Bomb, and Lethal Papa. These are all really good friends of mine who are keeping an eye on the chat, keeping it clean. Uh, you know, temper the, the uh, swear words as best you can. We do have quite a wide audience that checks out the show. But you guys are fantastic. I, thank you thank so you, much sir. for being here. Uh, so I got to tell you, well, before we jump into that, well, let's see. We're going to talk briefly about Skittles versus Xbox. We're going to talk about the <laughs> chips, the shortage. <laughs> you guys love it already. Thanks, Skittles. <laughs> We're going to talk about PlayStation Premium. We're going to talk about uh, what's going on with Xbox Live Gold and uh, Game Pass and then some studio stuff and some E3 stuff and then about uh, Starfield. So it's going to be a really good show. I'm really excited. I already forgot what I was going to say before we started laughing. But, um, yeah, thank you so much for being here. I, oh, I'll tell you, I've been playing Elden Ring like Boom. Boom had Elden Ring footage up on his show. So for an hour and a half, I watched and I was like, oh, I wanted to play right then. I set down Elden Ring, uh, 100 some hours into it. I'm playing Tiny Tina's Wonderland. That's, that's, it's, that's getting some good buzz there. It's yep. it's an 80 or 81 Metacritic. It's probably one of the best Borderlands games I've played in a decade. And I love the series. So uh, just quickly, I got to ask what big game mag that you're playing. And then boom, yeah. what you're playing right now. It's got you like totally uh, fallen over for. Uh, well, I'm falling over. Well, I'm done with Elden Ring. I am now considered an Elden God. I've actually completed the game with some help from uh, Almighty, uh, one of the uh, community members out there. He gave me a help. He pushed me over the line uh, to get me uh, over the finish line to finish that game. Because I, I was heard that last boss with... was a real MF. Oh my God, the Elden Beast is uh, is a beast. Um, the first guy, no problem, and then all of a sudden he turns into a giant. I don't know whale or something and then he becomes an issue and then i had some problem with that guy uh anyways uh i, I play i put the same as you cold but 100 plus hours into that game absolutely adored it now the thing is it did something to me that i never thought it was it would do now the thing is technically this game isn't perfect 
You know, like I'm, no. I'm, I'm, walk, I'm running through this like open world. I, I'm on my whatever that thing is, like a spectral steed. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. a horse cow, uh, you know, with little horns or whatever. And it's an big oxen. Hooves. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Look and at I'm my going hooves. through the world, and I'm, <laughs> I'm watching the world literally render in front of my eyes with all the pop in, right? Yeah, like a yeah, tree sure. pops in and grass. But it's perfect though. But you know what the thing is? I didn't care. If it was yeah. any other game, I'd probably be like, blah, 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 blah. but for some reason, this game, it just hooked me to the point where I never, I did not touch a single other game from the day it released up until yesterday. And then yesterday, as I was saying on uh, on uh, Primetime Gaming, um, I was, uh, I'm was i now trying to platinum all five Uncharted games just because some community members asked me to do it. And I said, you know what? I am going to do it because I got that Le- Legacy of Thieves edition. And I said, you want me to go back and platinum all of them? I'll do all of them. What the heck? So I, I went back, and now I'm doing all of them. And I've got four out of five. Uh, well, actually, technically, it's only four because you see what they did? They took the uh, Lost Legacy and the Uncharted 4, and they turned it into one platinum now. So it's oh. like 100. Yeah, so it's like a hundred. Lost Legacy is like 12 plus hours on its yeah, own. Yeah, and they put like 51 trophies just for that game alone. Yeah, it is crazy how many trophies. So anyways, I'm working on all that. Uh so now I'm back on uh, I was on Xbox on Elden Ring. Uh I'm now back on the PlayStation trying to uh, wrap up the loose ends with the uh, Uncharted uh, Platinums. And then I'm going back to Xbox cuz I want to play a game I haven't played since the day it came out and that's Far Cry 6. Can you imagine? I oh, popped 3 good, hours. Dude. That's good. I popped 3 hours into that game and then something just kind of pulled me away. You know, like when a photographer goes with car keys and the little baby looks the other way. That's, For a little squeaky duck. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like that, that's what happened to me with Far Cry 6. And I don't remember what game pulled yeah. me away. And it pulled me away and I forgot all about it. So then I'm going to go back to that. And then I'm going to be doing the DLC for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And that is it for the foreseeable future. Then I'm going to look at Dying Light, Tiny Tina's in the, the spring after that. So that's what's, uh, that's what's on my plate right now. It never ends. What about Boob? No. What are you still on Elden Ring? Is that your game right now? I just crossed 150 hours. Um, I just uh, came across this Beast Master boss. It, 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 it's I got him down halfway. He transitions and he turns into this ridiculous thing. Look, I'm going to say this about Elden Ring. So I'm not. I'm not a Souls guy. Uh, I, I yeah. never have. I, I I buy the games. And basically, whoever's getting the money is laughing at me because they're two hours into the game. And I'm like, yep, this is just not for me. But there have been a couple of games that have uh, that I've been infatuated with in the last 10 years, in the last decade. Uh, the Division One is one of them. Well over a thousand hours into that game. It could be more than it could be closer to 1500. Uh, Destiny one and two. I put 1,100 hours into Destiny 1, 500-plus hours into Destiny 2. I fell off a wagon with that. Uh, Titanfall 1 and 2, one of my favorite new IPs. Uh, But, but, you know, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, Folks, I don't have 40 hours. I have 41 days. (laughs) That game's so good. Okay, 41 days in that game. And that's not for me just sitting on the horse and going to do the wash. That's actually playing the game. It, it, so with Elden Ring, what, what is incredible is I get the same love, the, the same feeling that I get with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I, I just did three stories that somehow or another were all connected, but I didn't know they were all connected until I was doing it. So these three stories equated for about 20 plus hours 
of what I played to get these extra weapons and these extra pieces of armor and to close out these storylines and fight these bosses that you can unbelievably just cross over. Now, if you want to go from, you want to do the alphabet, just go to A to Z, you probably could do that. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people have been like, yeah, but the lore, they don't really tell you enough. I, I, I got to tell you, yeah, what I've learned just on this 20 plus hour, three story combination is just it, it it's it's like I said, you have to go looking for this, but when you find it, it is incredible. And I'm gonna be honest with you, like uh, unlike the mag, I have no ambition to beat this game. I literally am level 234. Um, I have Jeez. um a hundred hundred and fifty one plus hours in the game. I, I'm <laughs> and a boss that I know that I, I can beat him. Um, there, there's a, there's a, a summon that I wind up getting an ashes that this guy is so OP and you probably have seen him. He always tells you, if you go to the tower, uh, where the round table is, he always says he wants to defile you. If you come back, I'm going to defile you and your whole family. Well, I got, wow. somehow I got okay. him if through a puppet master That's a to now be a summon and he is ridiculous. He is like a tank. And and it's just he I could I have sat back and just was like this while he beat the boss. Now mm-hmm. some of the bigger bosses, like I just I just I just beat General Nail. Oh my god, what an MF that guy was. Um but yeah, well, I think I, the uh I I look at Elden Ring like a game that you can you there's no rush, like just like Dealer and I are kinda of at the point where like we kind of set it down to do some because like him and I've been playing Tiny Tina's like crazy. But that's a game that I can go back in like two months and still get the full mm-hmm. effect. So yeah, it's people have been t- completely arrested by that game. Let me grab a couple super chats. We got John John TJ who says it's like Noof Nukem said, Paul Nishes need to stay out of gaming. Well, <laughs> we might talk about that here in a little bit, but it is so weird how uh, in the '90s, one side was really strong against video games. Now the other side is, I, I don't know. I'm no, I'm no expert. Nightwolf 3186, thank you so much for the ten dollars super chat. Says this has been a great night so far. Thumbs up. Quick off thank topic you. for you guys and for Boom. Would you guys say does the E3s and st- when uh, when would you guys say the E3s and season starts for you? I.e., hype, speculation, theories. Yeah, E3 is dead, but uh, I think the E3s. Season will start sometime late in May, but will actually happen in June. The speculation usually happens around May sometime. Well, so, you know what? We th- thankfully, you know, Colt, you know him as well. We have people like Jeff Grubb, you know, special Nick from mm-hmm. Xbox Era. You know, we have several people in this community that keep us abreast with their own shows. You know, with you know, w- w- you know, w- where we go to speculation town. Obviously, you, we, we, we you and I have shows. Uh, so I, occasionally, like I said, I don't have a lot of big connections, but I do have some. And, you know, I'm very cautious about putting stuff out, especially if they're like, hey, listen, I'm just telling you, but be careful because if you say anything, they're going to know it's me. So some, a lot of the times I don't say anything until it's already out there. Um, but uh, for me, I, I, I got to be honest with you, to, to that question, and that's a, that's a great question. First of all, I want to shout out uh, Drawn TJ. He dropped a lot of Super Chats, and I promise tomorrow, brother, Tune in. I'm going to read them to open up Xbox Factor podcast because, like I said, we were very pressed for time. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me personally, I, I know this is going to sound a little facetious, but I I, I don't mean it to be. Uh, I, every time the year passes, 
I started getting excited for the year in gaming, and, and Microsoft is the reason for that because the last couple of years, in the first quarter of each year, they find a way to dominate the conversation with these monster acquisitions. And uh, I mean, again, I don't know if they, what what they can do to top. Yeah, you know, I, I I said, Colt, we've had conversations. I, I how do, how do they top Bethesda? I don't know, Capcom maybe, but then they they announce Activision yeah. Blizzard. Listen, if you would have given me a hundred a hundred guesses, boom, I give you a hundred. That would not have been one of them. I can guarantee you, not even mm. close. Right. So for me, I, I know that the E3 thing is, hey, you know, it's E3, it's June, it's probably May, or or, or but I, I I get excited as the year goes because I, I'm always expecting Microsoft to surprise us on that manic Monday with, hey, we just acquired X, Y, and Z. Oh, they've been so quiet the past couple of months, though. Yeah, well, I know. They they're they they're kind of in a stalemate. Let me grab uh, Danny Passion Official with a $5. Says, hello, panel. Three of my favorite podcasters give me a great son. show so I can listen while I fight Melina. Uh, Melania and Elden Ring. I beat her. Oh. Sure, I can do it again. Nightwolf with a five dollar says, "Officer Friendly Boom is the man. Sub Thank this you, man, man for sure. Yes, help them get up to his goal of twelve thousand. John TJ with another one for five dollars says, "The community is the best. All you podcasters are a pillar of success. You guys keep me entertained and informed. We love you for that. Thank you so much, John. Uh, something that I'm kind of doing differently on my show is I've tried to get some people that are in the industry on the show, but as uh, I've kind of decided to try and get some podcast collaborations together. So keep an eye out for that. I want to get these people who I, they've had me on their show. I want to get them on here and kind of do this mm-hmm. cross cross uh, promotion stuff because they're amazing. Sith over the $2 is boom. Keeps me interested. More podcasts subscribed. And one more from risk it for the biscuit with Australian $8. He says, Elden Ring, I had to put it down, man. I love it, but it's so big. I think we'll see an Xbox show late June, but where's Redfall? Like three months to release. Uh, Let's talk about that for a second, Mag, because uh, they said that they were going to do summer 2022 for Redfall, but we're hearing an actual month that... What what do you know? What have you heard? Tell me what you think uh, we can expect from Redfall. Uh, I would say don't expect a whole lot, and uh, I think you... you know. Here's the thing. We saw a CG trailer last year, correct? It was at, uh, I believe it was, uh, what, July 2021, uh, somewhere in there. Uh, what, what should have been the E3 presentation, whatever the Microsoft version of it is. And by the way, uh, something else I wanted to bring up very quickly. You're talking about how uh, Microsoft wants to bring it back eventually to like an in-person uh, presentation. Of course they do. They own the theater. It's called the Microsoft <laughs> Theater. So they want to utilize this place. And you know what? What better way to do it than to bring people back? And of course, uh, when, you know, a post, you know, world situation uh, starts to slowly get better around the world. And it will come back, folks. Just not the same way that we knew before. Because let's face it, nothing lasts forever. It'll just come back in a different form. Anyways, sure. Redfall. Um, the thing is. We saw a CG trailer. We saw nothing else. There hasn't been any talk about it. There hasn't. There hasn't been any of those like you know those little developer exposes that they like to do with uh, Ninja Theory, that kind of thing, uh, where they have the like, well, you know, we're working on this, and here's some concept art, and blah 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 blah. It's been nothing, like nothing. It's been like like crickets and like you know tumbleweed, and it's just like, well, what's going on with this game? Now people start asking me, and people start hitting me up. Mag, have you heard anything? Mag, have you heard anything? And I'm like, honest to God, I've heard a lot of stuff. Redfall, not one of them, not even close to being one of them. And the thing is, now we're fi- we're basically what? Okay, we're April. We're three weeks away from May. There's absolutely no way 
that this game comes out in the summer the way it is now. Like, I mean, there's just nothing. There's not even mm-hmm. a, another trailer, a gameplay, a gameplay trailer, a breakdown, um, you know, uh, an Xbox. There's been a couple underwhelming play. screenshots for sure. Yeah, the the compressed right. uh, the compressed screenshots that that came onto Twitter. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's you know uh, to me I, I I find that those are people that just looking for an agenda or just looking for attention. Uh, that's you know I, anyway I don't think this thing is coming out. I mean, if they're going to make a big deal about a games as a service, a lot you know a sort of like a like a Borderlands with like what like vampire killers or vampires or whatever the heck it is. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing is, is that we would have heard something by now. And they did say summer 2022, correct? Well, summer 2022 is like seven weeks from now. Or no, sorry, uh, like eight weeks from now. Eight, whatever. Yeah, eight, I, mean, you I mean, Johnny, Johnny like that. Johnny just, it. It's Hardy not going to be. Sorry, what are you <laughs> I got to say, sorry. Hold that thought. Yep. Uh, wait, if you're anything like me, Mag, you won't be able to hold that thought. It's already gone, right? Hardy <laughs> Johnny just drops a $2 super chat of her tiny Tina's uh, game code. Very oh, God, I love that game. Wow. So. Let us know in the chat uh, if you get the if you get the code. Fair enough. Meg, can you go back to where you were before I push you out of the I way? Can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my brain is like a, a three ring circus. It's got a hundred things going on at once. There's clowns over here. There's there's jugglers over there, and somehow it all makes are sense. There in my head. Yeah, are there ponies? There are ponies everywhere. <laughs> of course there are. And uh, you know, in my dreams, I count ponies. Uh, anyhow, in all seriousness, the thing is, we would have heard something by now. We would have seen yeah. something by now. They would have made a big deal about it. However. Here's now there's an argument against it as well. And this is a very, very small one. First of all, this ain't Bethesda. Okay, you know how Bethesda is like, and here's the game, and it comes out in 35 minutes. You know, it's like, whoa, (laughs) we didn't even know what's going on. (laughs) You know, that's how Bethesda operates, except for this, you know, uh, except for what's coming out in uh, uh, what's it called in the in the fall there. So uh, not the fall, excuse me, in November. And now you think about the situation, there's no way they're gonna drop a game like this when news is this quiet. Okay, and we all know why the news is quiet. We all know why Microsoft is not making a lot of moves right now. They're hunkering down because of the situation with this Activision Blizzard. They want it to go through. They want everything to kind of happen, right? They're just like, okay, guys, let's just bite your tongues. Let's just let this happen, right? And and we don't have a whole lot else coming uh, coming out. Bite down on this rawhide bone. (laughs) Yeah, just, yeah, right, right. Just bite, let's bite down on this. Keep it quiet. Let's just see where this goes, right? And they'll say, let's just make, let's get this done. And then, you know, one hurdle at a time, right? The thing is, with news this quiet, you would think that they'd be screaming from the rooftops about this. Now, there's other things I was going to bring up very quickly. It's like, for example, there's a, a, For- a Forza Motorsport. Some people are saying, yeah. oh, it might come out this year. Even even Rand was uh, even saying it, might, it may still come out this year. I'm also starting to not think that that's going to happen either because we probably would have heard something because – Microsoft has done something very good in the last three years, and I'll say it. Well, they've been doing it the last four years, but three years they've really concentrated on the fact that they like to stay in the spotlight with good, positive news. And what it is, Mm -hmm. and this is something I've been talking about with Boom for quite a while now, is that there's one thing that wins the war, so to speak, is mindshare. Mindshare is the war. That is the war that you win. Why? And see, this is when people ask me this question, they're like, why does Coca-Cola still advertise at the Super Bowl when we know what Coca-Cola is? It's been there for 120 years. <laughs> the reason why is because they are they need to stay in the mindshare, and they're also trying to attract the younger, newer customers who do not know what Coca-Cola is, right? It's a constant cycle. But they also like to keep it in the forefront of your mind, okay? And they want to keep hammering at home that, ex- you know, that Coca-Cola is the thing. Translate that into Xbox. 
Xbox, Xbox, Xbox. You guys remember right up until this Activision Blizzard thing, every couple of weeks, boom, remember every time we did a Monday night? Yeah, we were waiting on Monday news. morning for news. Colt, you yeah. same thing because you had the show Monday night as well. There was always something to there was always something to talk about, and what they were doing is dominating the mindshare. The fact that they are not dominating the mindshare right now with news, and I don't mean that in a negative fashion. Mm -hmm. I think it's because they don't know what they've got coming up in in like in the next five to six months. Like I, I mean, I really don't know because I haven't heard a whole lot, and I'm not nervous about it, not worried about it because their plan they followed through to a T. Everything yeah. that they said they do, everything that Phil said, you guys remember that Phil said that he goes, listen, we're going to do this, 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 and this. And that was an E3, like what's ever six years ago. He's followed through yeah. every single thing to a T. So I'm not worried about the process. All I am. I gotta, I'm, I gotta I'm ask curious. boom because I, I'm wondering if boom has a totally different idea. I'll just interject before I ask boom that they know that June, they're going to have their big media briefing. So they're not, I think they're holding stuff like, Hey man, this is like, a, this is our thunder. We can't, we can't let our thunder get through. So boom. How are you feeling about Redfall and Forza Motorsport 2022? What do you think's going on? I, I, you know, I, I, I think Mag is on to something for sure, but I, I, my glass is always half full, right? So you ask me what, what, what are my thoughts on what Microsoft could potentially be bringing for 2022, right? Uh, we've had Jeff Grubb talk about it. We've had Nick talk about it from Xbox era. We've had dealer talk about it. You've talked about it. I've talked about it. A lot of people suspect this might not be the the powerhouse year that we had in 2021. Where they had, I mean, Psychonauts. They had Flight Sim. They had Halo. They had Forza Horizon. They mm -hmm. had Age of Empires um, on, on PC. There was a few other ones that I'm, that I'm, that I'm skipping over. Uh, they had a really solid first party showing i i think that we're we might be witnessing a, a changing of the guard when it comes to letting the cat out of the bag too early for microsoft i i i think that we are going to be pleasantly surprised I, not only do i think redfall even if redfall is delayed and you say summer summer's june what what happens if it comes out at the end of august Right. What happened? What, what happened? We're hearing. We're hearing even more than that. Boom. Yeah. You know, may, maybe. Maybe even December. Right. Maybe. Maybe even December. We're we're hearing October is some of the whispers that are going around because summer officially ends like September twenty first. Yes. And we're hearing that internally because it's not delayed. It didn't never had a real. Had a I mean, I guess I guess it's delayed, but that if they wanted to get the game out in earlier mid September, they're actually asking for another month. And they'll put it out in October. Yeah. And so what I think will happen is Xbox will show Redfall. They'll show gameplay montage. They'll explain what you do in the game briefly. It'll be a three or five minute segment. Because I'm with Mag. Like, I think they're only going to be so loud about this game. Arcane's incredible. Like, they have a great pedigree. So they're going to put out a great game. Um, it's just just this live game, this multiplayer game. Hopefully it hits. Because normally their stuff's been single player. So yeah. if Redfall comes to the stage or comes to the briefing and gets like a three to five minute showing. And then they say, um, open beta this summer release date, October, 2022, without a date, just saying October, 2022. That's my, well, I mean, obviously that, that actually, for me, that would actually work because it is a horror game. So coming in October. But, seems to oh yeah. Nice. Is this wise though, with modern warfare two coming? Yes, I, I, with, I, a, with a multiplayer. I understand. I understand. It's two different kind of games. It's not a first-person shooter. It's not that kind of thing. However, it is a multiplayer game that is going to demand the attention of the community, 
right, of the online community. When that community is going up against Modern Warfare 2, I know people like to slander and whatever Call of Duty, but Call of Duty still is huge. still king. Of, it's still king of the hill. And that's hey, a hey, hey, big hey. title. Meg, let me throw this in while you're talking. Back for Blood, which uh i didn't think it was a very great game but people really yeah. flocked to it and play it like crazy it released october 12th so yeah. it released yes, really it also, close it, it released against a very very poor poorly received call of there is a there but there <laughs> is true. a difference though you yeah, see that's the, true. the difference is that red four will be dropping into xbox game pass day and date so did back for blood yeah and back but, for blood did well to a point and it, then it just it, dropped it, like a like a stone in it. Yeah, because because a lot of people back for blood was not the Left for Dead three that everyone wanted. No, it mm-hmm. wasn't. I I didn't like. Okay, it. Um, right, the card so. system kind of really. It, I did not like that. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I wanted oh. Left for Dead three. Is what hey, Jaron uh, TJ with the two dollar super chat. Just it's perfect timing. He said, "What about Exomechanic and Scorn?" I think Exomechanic got pushed to next year. Yes, uh, that's Scorn from, is coming that's, out in in, in Scorn's um, coming out October, right? Yeah, and how? Ho- yeah, Halloween, so you yeah. got Scorn and uh, Redfall probably coming in the same month. Can I, yeah, can go I ahead. throw another hat in the ring real quick? Sure. What happened to uh, Plague Tale? Oh, that's it's coming. coming it's coming to Game Pass Day and date, June. but I don't know when. I it leaked. It leaked about a week ago that it uh, that it uh, that it was coming out in June. Because I mean, if they, if Redfall, let's say theoretically, if it's coming out, let's say in the fall or let's say early winter. Perhaps would, that would be a game because I mean, from what the, from what I've seen of it so far, it looks magnificent. Yeah, so uh, you know, I think that that would be the kind of game that you would push as like a you know double A slash triple A title that you would showcase in Game Pass, right? Because I mean, that's like that's a that's it's a big. that's a forte that Sony does that really really works for them is that when they're a little bit light on you know a little little light in their uh, in their pockets with first party games, what do they do? They lean heavy. On yeah. those third-party games, like they own them, like yeah. exactly. But you <laughs> yeah. know what the thing is, Colt? They throw the money at it. Sure, they make it rain. They make it rain. However, they don't own the game. But my goodness, the fans think they do because the casual people oh, yeah. walk out and they're like, "Isn't that a Sony game? They, isn't that Absolutely. a Sony game?" Well, and see, that's like, why that's why Plague's Tale Two is going into Xbox Game Pass day and date. Then, then I think that Microsoft it's going to look like heavy. an Xbox game. It is. I right. mean, then they should lean heavy on that game if Redfall is not coming in the summer. That's my personal thought on that. I, look, I, I, personally, the way I think, the way I see it playing out for Microsoft is Forza Motorsport is coming out this year. The game has been in development for well over five years, right? COVID yes. or not, there's no doubt about it. Yes, it's a new engine. Yes, this is supposed to be a very different one. It's actually going to have a single player campaign. It's going to have a campaign where your your character is going to be playing the game and they're going to be telling a story. It's the first time ever. Uh, new 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 engine, uh, which I cannot wait to see. I, I, I think that that game not only comes out, but it wins Racer of the Year because obviously Gran Turismo 7, or should I say uh, Microtransaction 7. Um, right. is, is not going to be able to hold a candle to it. We, we, one of the games that we keep forgetting that's coming out for Xbox is Deathloop. Deathloop, oh, I know, yeah. I know. I tried like, to no, remind no, people, like, everybody's that's new to us. like, yeah, yeah but it was Xbox. on PlayStation, so it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, it does because there are a lot of people who didn't play this game, and it was, it was a high 90 meta, which I expected to be the same again. Um, so those are your three. I think I think Redfall does come out in October, and I think that you if know you we. Look, 
you know, we do a lot of, you hear a lot of whining in the community. Boom. Isn't it crazy? How many crazy, how many games when you were talking about psychonauts, I started thinking about the little, the little smaller games that Xbox bought early, like art of rally, which I put like 40 hours in that was the great. ascent was really the super ascent, great. Love I that put like game. 50 yeah, hours great. into the like, ascent. It was so good. Yes. <laughs> when we, when we started the show saying, Hey, what are you playing? I know both of us were like, had this, black like the the nothing was coming from never a new story that there's so many games that we're not gonna be able to finish uh let me grab a couple of shots um out shout outs from the uh from the channel members as well ky bob who's a good friend of mine he's been a channel member since oh man forever 30 months what a great dude uh we love to play games together he says always great show colt left he's making a joke colt left his old show in good hands with dealer Xbox still has a mind share in spades. Three, four, three more maps, please. I used to joke that RDX is my show, but <laughs> Dealer's amazing. I don't know. He does it all. Uh, he does that show. <laughs> he never even gets nervous. He just turns on the button and Dealer just does killer show. It's as cool as the other side oh. of the pillow. Let me tell you. <laughs> yep. Let me grab this one from Dub, who's been a channel member for almost a year. He says, "Shout out Colt in the panel. Don't mind Redfall coming out in the fall. Give them the time they need." And boom, yeah. you nailed it. It's like that's the perfect time. Arcane's probably thinking, hey, let us get a little more polish in there. We'll get a little multiplayer beta, make sure the servers are ready because they're going to get slammed in Game Pass. And then they'll put it out in the when it starts getting cold and the leaves fall. And uh, yeah. well, I mean, listen, you know, you, you mentioned uh, something that's interesting, uh, Colt. Let, let, you said pedigree. Let, mm-hmm. Let's just oh, take yeah. a look at what they've done, right? They, oh, they've I done. Love th- Prey. I right, love Dishonored, it. Dishonored 1 and 2, Prey and Deathloop. Yeah, I, I mean, if you have mm-hmm. any concerns, folks, I need—I think you need to t- kind of tuck it away because all they've ever done is drop one banger after another, and this mm-hmm. is a new IP. People love their games. Yeah, they love they them. Have a very unique, incredible cult following. Very unique art style. Too, you like I did like that. The, uh, <laughs> they, they've got sort of like that retro future look to, about yeah. them as well. That I really like that Metropolis look. You know, remember that 1920s movie? Like that really cool yeah, kind the- of vibe to it. The games kind of look like a watercolor oil painting come to life when you play Dishonored yes. and Prey kind of has that stylized half realism, uh, kind of has some of that Starfield tinge to it, that uh, yeah. that yes. overcasting color cast. I could go on for days. We got to get into these topics, guys, or we're never going to get through the show. Uh, <laughs> let's skip the Skittles thing. Skittles called out for PlayStation and Nintendo fans to fight against Xbox. Uh, there's probably a billion people that fill their mouth with Skittles candy, but not Xbox. They won that thing. You know, forget them. All right. Let's talk about, um, let's talk about sales. <laughs> so Great. VG charts, they have to guesstimate the Xbox sales. So they're doing their best. They're using retail figures and they do some guesstimation, some calculations, throwing a little coefficient and they get these numbers. So they just have this guess of what Xbox is doing, but their guess their guesstimates for Xbox over the past few months have put them above the PlayStation, but just under the Switch. The Switch won't stop. Yeah, but Meg, I got to ask yeah. you, um, the PlayStation just can't beat Xbox in sales. And I think there's more to it than they can't get enough supply. What's going on with that? Speculate, please. <laughs> Speculate, yeah. Um, well, first of all, what's happening is, once again, it's something that I just touched on about 10 minutes ago, and that is the reason why Xboxes are moving is not only because they're accessible, folks, okay? Listen, just because there's a lot of Hyundais available doesn't mean they're going to grab them just because they're there. They're grabbing them because why you they're gotta, affordable. Why you got to go down? Why you got to be down on the Hyundais, bro? I'm not. I'm just using <laughs> It was the first car that came to my head. It was. Uh, it, but anyways, Let's go Kia. Is, <laughs> Kia, yeah, right. So here's the thing. 
Um, I think that it's. Hey, I own a Kia. Still... I've owned quite, quite I knew a this bit was going to happen. I knew. I love actually, Kia. By the I way, love, uh, I love. I love. I had I love two of them, and the, well, I didn't have a great experience. But anyways, that's besides the, the point. newer ones are fantastic. But this isn't a car show. Meg, get no, back it's not to a car work. show. <laughs> now here, back to work. Now the thing is, I feel that uh, once again. Microsoft has done a magnificent job over the last three years, particularly. They've been doing it for four, but three, they've really been effective of winning the mind share. Now, how often do I have to tell you guys? I don't even have to tell you guys. How many times you see on Twitter some Japanese guy, uh, some Japanese YouTuber, some Japanese Twitter guy, this and that going, got my Xbox. Yeah, it's crazy. You see it all in the Japanese writing and you see like, or some Japanese girl or some Japanese influencer or something. Got my Xbox, got my Xbox. You didn't see that at the Xbox One. You didn't no. see that at the 360. You didn't see any of that. But you know what the thing is? It's first of all, they're making it accessible for everybody financially. Now, the other reason that I was, I was going to touch on that too, the financial reason. Okay, the Series S obviously a lot more affordable than the Series X. Let's face it, right? And then look at the Series X uh, X up here in Canada is seven hundred dollars, right? Wow. And so you know when you do the you know the exchange and all that stuff, but yeah, it's expensive. Now, the thing is the Series S, obviously, borderline half the price, right? You're looking at a situation like that. Now, the thing is with the Switch, you're saying, this, like, well, the Switch just can't stop. Why? Because you can pick them up anywhere for for, for fairly cheap price. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, $199, whatever. I got two Switches for my kids, uh, one for yeah, each same. of them, and it cost me the same price as one console. Okay, and they and they got two of them. So there you go. Their games, by the way, whole different story. When it's yeah. six years later, they're still charging 80 bucks. But that's besides the point. The thing is, I think what's happening is that Microsoft or Xbox slowly but surely has been winning the mindshare war. And they're taking they things have. away. It is not just Elden Ring that stole the mindshare away from Horizon Forbidden West. It is not just like you, you see what's happening. Like when Ratchet and Clank came out last year, all right, in June. Yeah. It was talked about for 16 hours. And then it was never spoken about ever again. And then, yeah. I, like, some guys talked about And I'm not saying it's a bad game. Please don't mix my words. Oh, around. it's a great game. It's a wonderful game. But nobody cared. They were like, all right. Well, I played this 17 times before. It's the same thing. Dr. Nefarious shows up. I throw a disco ball at him. He dances. Everybody dies. Game over. Next. And you do it again, right? And yeah, yeah. this is what happens. Now, look at God of War Ragnarok. I'm not taking anything against that, but they've had two reveals of God of War Ragnarok. Was there any buzz? I mean, there's buzz, yeah, but, but um, not, not there is like... a little bit of wind out of the sails because it's... Um... 2018's God of War so great, but yeah. It yeah, is a yeah, one, yeah. It's actually one of my favorite games of the generation. Yeah. You know what, surprisingly, by the way? Uh, trivia, guess what my favorite game of last generation was? Days Gone. I said it. I like That's Days right. Gone. Loved yeah. it. Adored I liked it, it a lot. Rand. It got bashed, man. I thought it was a really yeah, yeah. cool game. I loved it. Kinda, it was that Uncharted The Last of Us hybrid. Like, yeah. it's just, oh, I loved it. Fon, shout out to Fonz in the chat, who's also helped hey, mod Fonz. and And he's talking about smacking me. We're going to slap each other around a little bit uh, whenever we get a chance. He's amazing. Right. But Fonz and I really like Days Gone. We talk about it and we Love get in arguments with Zocker. Zocker87 makes fun of it and then we call him a fraud. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Rand <laughs> does it all the time because I told, I made the mistake of telling Randall Thor that I cried during one of the scenes. You know, when the, uh, I won't say the scene, but there was a scene. And then Rand, every time yeah, I bring yeah. it up, Rand goes, You're going to cry, Meg. <laughs> and I'm like, 
like, okay. That sounds like it. that stuff sounds like Rand. Yeah, it is. Oh, good old I, get, the guy who cries when he reads night. books. Yeah, Shout out I've to been, Rand who who cries when he reads books, but oh, he's getting yeah, like so into that. But I talked to him and he's he's loving it, and I like to see people enjoying things instead of whining. And Rand's definitely not a whiner. No, uh, let me not, grab a couple awesome, supers. Guy. I got to get to boom on this. Uh, uh, let's see here. Did, Drawn TJ says, do you guys think Microsoft's being so quiet they drop a huge bomb at E3 or the Game Awards, or what do you think they announce? Well, I think I'm pretty sure they're going to have their briefing and uh, Summer Game Fest. I think they'll have a couple showings there, or at least yeah. one, right? Um, Risk it for the biscuit with Australian TLR says they'll delay close to the showcase, I think. Um, Maybe. I don't know if he means delay news for Redfall. Um, let's see. Let me get back to... Uh, I got to ask Boom. I'm going to ask Boom. I'm going to ask you a tough question. Sure. This is hard-hitting journalism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, PlayStation has a low supply of consoles. It's not just scalpers are holding on to them. Right. Uh, I don't know how many scalpers are holding on to them. People refuse to pay that price. What's going on with the supply? Is there a problem there that goes beyond just scalpers holding them down by their staircase in a big pile? You know, it's it's interesting because I heard I've heard several takes on it, um, and um, I, I you know obviously I, you know like I've always said I listen to other people's show as I'm doing errands or you know cleaning the house or whatever. I get, get, get a great chance to, to catch up, and um, listen, it's no secret that Microsoft are really good friends and partners with AMD. Right, there's no secret to this. AMD makes chips silicon for both consoles, or mm-hmm. for technically all three consoles, because there's the Series S and there's the Series X. Um, we know recently, right? And and I, and I was listening to Randall Thor and uh, Jez this morning on the Xbox Two, where they spe- where, where Jez was like, "Hey, listen, you know, um, AMD parts are going into the Surface, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, computers now." Um, and you know they could have Microsoft could have worked into getting more silicon from them because of this deal. Um, one of the things that we we did find out early, Colt, is that for every one Series X, they can make two Series S. Mm-hmm. Right now, we know that the Series S has been selling like hotcakes. I I literally just bought one a couple of weeks ago for my nephew uh, Tyler. It's his first Xbox ever. And big shout out to the X screen. They sent me one for preview, and he is now uh, now home with it. He's 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 using it, which is if you if you've never seen the preview that I uh, the review I did on the X screen, it is it's probably the best product of the year so far. I, I really hope that 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 I mean that's a, that's two brothers from from Australia. I do hope that Upspec Gaming does get some sort of a contract with Microsoft. Uh, they they so deserve it. It's an incredible product. But getting back, you know. You, the console situation is is look sony's in a bit of a pickle right they 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 can't get enough consoles out mm-hmm. um people are scalping them people are paying seven eight nine hundred dollars for these things which is which is gross don't please don't do that i just wait you'll you'll eventually get it in the store you know d batch from um is always kindly putting stuff out there um obviously there are several people um, like Wario sixty four, follow that guy on Twitter. That guy's links are legit. You know, um, yep, I, yep. I, I got, you know, I, I actually got my my Halo console thanks to Wario sixty four. As a matter of fact, um, and uh, I, you know, it it, it it's hard to, it's hard to kind of put a thumb on 
why Sony's having such a difficult time. I I, I honestly don't know. Uh, we do have some word that apparently uh, NPD chart uh, numbers are coming up uh, and, and for March, and it appears that this might they be did big... they came up. Oh, it did come up. Okay, yeah, so they did it, come up. <clears throat> so it's so I mean that it, it, it's 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 big for Microsoft. But I got I got to interject about because uh, Meg and I were kind of leading this before you. Uh, before I asked you about how great the Xbox is doing, but in Japan, because we were talking about the Japan thing, in Japan they sold. Okay, I don't remember the numbers, but let's say it was seventy thousand PS5s. They sold seven hundred and fifty <laughs> Series S and Xs in Japan, so they sold ten times more. Or whatever, uh, I can't remember what the number was. I, I did the math when I saw it before the show. Before I went on your show, it was like ten times more. PS5s were sold in Japan than Xbox, but I, I don't know. The kind of what I'm trying to guide you into um, wondering is uh, we've heard about these yield problems, boom, with the uh, with the chips because mm-hmm. they're overclocking these AMD chips, yep. and then they have to test them as they come off the line. They grab one, they lick it, and if it doesn't spark, <laughs> then they <laughs> then they have to throw it in a bin and they recycle it and make another silicon chip. So. Um, there's this thing where they had a really high yield failure ratio, uh, which is not in my forte of technical expertise. But when you just said, boom, that we don't really know where the disconnect or why the supply, it really can only point to either they're holding, who was it? Uh, Forte. Shout out to Forte in the chat. I just made him a moderator because I trust him. I gave him my social oh, security number, dude. my PIN yeah. number. He's a good oh, dude. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Buy yourself something nice, you know what I'm saying, Forte. So uh, Forte has ha- him, him and Kitsu are on my show. They're so awesome. Like You guys are doing a great job tonight, too, so I'm super happy. Anyway, their theory was that PlayStation is holding back supply until their next big game which they think has got to wear Ragnarok either this October or they're holding for spring and places is like, let's just kind of put a, let's put a little cheesecloth on this and let a few PS fives through. We're going to lose an MPD. It's going to make us look dumb, but we'll get through it. And then when we get our big game, we'll release the back, the backflow. But I'm, I'm more thinking there's a problem with the chips. And so a lot of people in the chat are, can I interject with that a little bit? I, I, you make me. sense. You make absolute sense. Uh-oh. And it does make sense. However, <laughs> I do have something I want to I want to push back a little bit on there. And that is, wouldn't you want people in the Sony, wouldn't Sony want the, the players in the Sony ecosystem to spend money on other software in the meantime before God of War? Right. Right. So between now and let's say, all right, let's say the game comes out in March 2023, right? As a lot of people are speculating, it may not make that end of 2022. Sure. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying, okay? So let's just say we've got like a 10-month window. Wouldn't you want people in that ecosystem so that Sony could take their 20% or 30% off the top when they buy the new FIFA or whatever the hell it's going to be called or the new Madden and the new Call of Duty and that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Sony's going to want that money up, going to want that other money that they can make off the software from other software sales yeah. and keeping them in the ecosystem, PS Plus and, 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 and on and on and on, right? So I think that's they both make sense you'd want them in there now because the minute they go out there they're sold out right but there's also something to be said and boom you and i talked about this before a while ago i think it was that last year that we heard that 20 percent of playstations weren't even activated weren't turned on yeah they weren't turned on 
And that was because they were sold to scalpers and, and, and like literally hundreds of thousands of units are sitting in, just like you said, Colt, under someone's staircase or in a, you know, or in a uh, storage unit or whatever. And there's, and there's, they're scalping them. Well, I mean, listen, let, let, let's just do the math, right? If they, they said they, they, they've, they've shipped 15 million consoles. I 17. believe that 17. 17. Yeah, go well, ahead. Well, 10% is 1.7 million, right? 20% is, is, is 2.4. Right, Look at the math I mean, on you, bro. Uh, so, uh, so, so, could you imagine two point four million consoles haven't been turned on, and they're just kind of just chilling? They're just kind of well, hanging I'm, out. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, right? And and you and Mag are onto something. Like, um, why hold hold back any amount of supply? Because PlayStation's already making a crap ton of money. They're making you're you're supposed to break even with the console, but they're making a considerable um, amount of profit margin across all the ps5s are selling because of the ps5 digital is that what it's called i don't know i couldn't find one yeah, i had to I get the uh, the pregnant side one with the disc yeah i got the, i got the digital one Big oh, mistake, yeah, they rub it in. No, so, no 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 it's not nothing to rub in let me tell you something because the games that came out a year ago are still 105 dollars in canada yeah all right oh, so man yeah, there's yeah no, unless yeah. there's like a sale or something but meanwhile i can go to the local GameStop and pick up the same game for 40 bucks yeah, and then you're like, even 30 bucks hook. But I know that I'm just saying that he was he's getting all ruffled because I said uh, God of War might be coming in 2023. I was just saying for a theory oh. as a theory. Well, I mean, it was taken out of the store of coming <laughs> soon, right? Like a lot of people don't know that the, the God of War Ragnarok was was removed from the coming soon section of PlayStation of their store. Like it's you know, like a so- two year delay from when they because they did say. Oh, yeah, well, Colt, we know why. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Because yeah, when you yeah. announced it, that it was coming in 2020, everybody jumped to go buy those pre-orders of PS5s to get a PS5. That's not nice. That's not and very, that's to, not very that was deceptive from That's the very beginning. Sony. That was to get the people to buy the PS5s. And guess what? It worked because I got mm. one. And uh, well, mind you, I, I kind of, you know, I paid somebody a hundred bucks it, to get boy. one. Boy. Yeah. It says 2021. Boy. Read it again. 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Let me grab it. Might come out 2022. I don't care when it comes it, out. All I know is I'm, I'm with you, Mag. I'm with you, yeah. Mag. Uh, I I am 50 50. You know, in that other 50, percent they'll get a gotcha moment on Twitter for me, right? That yeah. I'm 50 50. <laughs> that it's coming out like October, or September. September's like a that's a pretty good time actually. That'd for be a decent Ragnarok. time to launch. Yeah, yeah why not? The only thing I could see Microsoft launching in in September to like uh, battle it would be uh what's it called Death Loop because it would be the one year, right? They had a one year exclusivity. Yeah. So oh yeah, yeah September. That's true. So September would be Death Loop, but the the hype is sort of you know kind of gone off that now. Yeah, and uh, maybe Forza Motorsport. Assuming that Forza Motorsport's coming out, because I still don't think Redfall is going to make that that cut off of September. So yeah, it'd be a good time to yeah, watch yeah, September, yeah. and that would give you a solid anywhere between seven and eight weeks before Modern Warfare Two comes out and takes everybody else's attention away, right? So that that makes sense to me because if you can't finish God of War in seven to eight weeks, you ain't gaming. All right, so. <laughs> I platinum the game in ten days. Oh my gosh! So. Hey, I, I got a reset show. Uh, welcome, audience, for the Ecstasy Podcast. I'm Cole Eastwood. I'm the host. I'm trying to host this show. I've got amazing guests on here. I've got the Mag and Boomstick, Mister Boomstick XL from Primetime Gaming. They are here doing a cross pollination, a collaboration effort of podcasts. I'm having such a great time. We've got well, just over a thousand people watching. It's been a little while. You guys have drawn in the numbers. The chat loves you. The audience loves you. You guys are doing great, and we and Thank we love so the much. chat. <laughs> uh, a lot of, we, we, yeah. do, we do we do have a lot of the same audience, and they're just phenomenal people. Oh, they're so I great! I haven't been I... able to say hi to everybody because the chat's moving so quick. 
that trying. There's a lot of yeah. new people that I that I that I see. They're like, "Hey, Mag, just wave, like, just wave." You guys are incredible, and and they're not kidding. Like Mag, boom, we me we see you guys everywhere. We see you on all the podcasts. We we see your names immediately. We appreciate you so much. Hit the like button if you're having a good time. We're gonna get into these topics. Let me grab these supers here. Risk it for the biscuit with Australian Five says there's a lot of third party games are also to be announced. They're slated for 2022. Are they gonna ram the back end of the year or are they going to hold back? Um, I mean, we've got those third party games like Scorn and the ones we've been talking about the past 15 minutes. Um, yeah, I think that. The spring is dry on Xbox, and then once the summer kind of gets rolling, that E3 showing is going to have a lot of games that are coming really soon, and then the fall is going to be packed, so uh, wear uh, extra tight pants. I don't know how you fix that, but anyway, uh, DJ with the $5 super chat, super chat says, Flintlock is coming day and date this year. Well, I don't know what Flintlock is, but it's coming to Game Pass. I'm going to check it out. There's There's been so many games. Red Wolf says, help. Hey there, Colt. Do you guys know any way to get Lego Star Wars Saga Deluxe Edition for physical? It's sold out everywhere. I saw uh, my buddy Gavin Stevens on Twitter bought it on They're saying it's physical. the best Star Wars on- Lego game ever. It looks... Have you guys seen how great this game yeah, looks? It looks phenomenal. fantastic. I might have to no. pull the trigger. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm wait, so inundated. Uh, I don't even know when I'm going to get to that. And I'm hearing no online co-op. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we could talk about that for a minute. We'll have to hold off. Old Dirty Gamer, thank you so much for the five dollars. Says most PS4 owners were not two console owners this gen. Now they have an Xbox Series S or X, a must-have console. Last gen, all Xbox owners had a PS4, so it flips. Really good point. Let's yeah. get into PlayStation Premium. I've got breaking news that broke right at the end of Boomstick's show. So, Boom and Mag, you may not know this, but Sony. I'm going to quote. This from an article. Sony removed its offer for PlayStation Now service users after they discovered an exploit involving the soon-to-revamp PlayStation Plus. They removed the option to pay for a year of PlayStation Premium because of an exploit. Now you cannot get an annual offer, which is the best way to get the PlayStation service at a greater deal. Something that Xbox didn't quite yet uh provide so let me start with you mag uh we're gonna mag and boom we're gonna dive into this playstation premium thing for a moment um what do you think (laughs) this is breaking news they Mm. they cut that off go ahead so wait a minute what did let me get this straight i missed it too because i i uh, i dipped off the air to you know to take a second before i came on this show what the heck did i miss (laughs) so now are we talking about the one year $120. $120. Yes. Yeah. 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 They have, they have removed that option because you, you can't, you can't, you can't buy a year of, of the new service. You cannot. Now I have a quick question. Now that see, I'm, I'm trying to process this. And I'm not prepared for this. So you're going to see the mag on the fly right now. Uh, you know, the thing is, it's interesting. <laughs> hey, is I love it. If you actually think about it, Microsoft doesn't either. Do you think about that? Like, 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 uh, like the, uh, the, the game pass ultimate, does not have like a year no, it's, thing it, where you it, could... it's it's they I think they sell three months cards. Well, you can do it like mistaken. on Amazon. You could buy like three or six or whatever. But yeah. there's no discount. It's the full no. price. It's fifteen dollars so, a month. So I think that this, in my opinion, now that I'm just hearing this for the first time, and my brain's trying to you know get this mm-hmm. uh, wrap this information around, I think that this was the only leg up that Sony had. Yeah. Because. Yeah. When everybody, the talking point, other than the jokes, of course, you know, people are like, oh, this service is going to be garbage, blah, 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 whatever, right? Is it, I think that the talking point was the fact that you could get it for 120 bucks for the year. It was a pretty damn good deal considering, I guess. 
right? So it mm-hmm. was not a bad deal for 120 bucks. Now that they removed it, talk about shooting yourself in the foot, leg, and buttocks at the same time. I shot myself. Yeah. <laughs> Holy macro. This is mind-blowing. It's almost yeah. like they're doing it on purpose. You, you know something? Look, I, 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 anyone that watches the show, I, I, I like to consider myself as being someone that's fair. But you, you got to admit, on, on paper, Sony had a banner year so far. But in, in, in practicality, in, in, in actual use, it's been one, one fumble after another. <laughs> And, and I should have been no, a no, big no, year no, no, look, 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 Let me elaborate. Horizon Zero Dawn, I mean, Horizon Forbidden what come out. Now, if you follow me, you understand that Aloy is one of my favorite new characters for SIE PlayStation. I, I, I think Guerrilla Games, this is the same team that was stagnant for years with Killzone. Not very good games. And they blew our minds with uh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and the follow-up Forbidden West was supposed to be bigger, better. And I bought it. I was very excited. I got eight hours into it and then the bugs hit. And it really kind of just, it ruined my my enjoyment of the game. I, the graphics are beautiful. The story of Aloy is very telling. She went from this meek outcast to this heroic woman superhero that's saving the world the transition from one game to the other is is very apparent i stopped playing it because of the bugs right now so you say so where where am i getting where am i going with this well the game comes out and they suffer the same fate that they did with uh uh, horizon zero dawn versus um breath of the wild 80 the the sales dropped off 80 percent the next week because of elden ring right bugs drop off of the sales have have any of you guys or anybody the thousand people we have in the chat and i want to say thank you so much for being here for colt and for obviously for me and the mag um has have has sony given those numbers have you guys heard sony drop the numbers uh, and they're normally not shy no no there, there's been no numbers because from what i've doing. heard some of Just the great. insider tracks that i have it fell well under their expectations so now you turn around and you go, okay, Sifu, great looking mm-hmm. game, right? Comes out, gets well really loved good, game. Yeah. yeah, great meta. A week later, no one's talking about the game. It's like it didn't even exist, right? This is a PlayStation at times exclusive, mind you. Then Gran Turismo Seven, or should I say, uh, the, the, the PlayStation Seven comes out, <laughs> and they're charging people ridiculous amounts of, of real world money and, and and they're caught in an update rolling back the reward so you actually have to spend money right and then on top of these this this this, this bad news that we, we i just i just broke down now you have the announcement of their service which is actually three dollars more than Xbox mm-hmm. Game Pass Ultimate for old games that Jim Ryan two years ago said, why would you buy a service to play old games? Nobody plays old games. Nobody wants to play old games. But that's all they're selling to you. And so now you're telling us, uh, Colt, breaking news, the ability to buy the, 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 the year is now been removed. You know what's interesting that no one is talking about? Colt, do you remember E3 2018, uh, 2019? Because I think you do, because we were there together. <laughs> yeah, I remember it well. Microsoft <laughs> upgraded everyone with Xbox Live Gold 
to Game Pass Ultimate for the big old price of free, right? Well, guess what? I have two years of uh, a PlayStation Plus paid for, but you know what my tier is? The lowest one. Yeah, yeah. That the lowest tier, not 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 the eighteen dollar tier. They didn't bring bring me up to the upper echelon. They said, "Porper, stay in the corner and take your day old bread." Yeah. Right. Hey, real quick, I got to correct. Fonz uh, put in the chat it. for me. <laughs> yeah, he said PS Now annual option was the only one removed. In preparation for their new service, you can still buy the annual premium pan- plans okay. for one nineteen. So, I mean, I didn't get a chance to read the article because we were, um, you know, we were tying up the yeah. show and coming over here, but um, it didn't explain which option. I knew that when they said there was an exploit, I know there's a way, I figured there was a way for someone to get in on one of the branches and work and exploit. So thanks. Ah. Shout out to Fonz for clearing that up. Um, let me see here. Ne- ne- needless to say, needless to say, I, the $120 option, if you have it, and a lot of people do, and that's great if you do, right? Mm-hmm. If you feel that, 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 that they are offering you uh, 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 inherent value, by all means, spend 120 bucks. But at the same time, I, I don't think what they're offering. And what's interesting, Mag, you actually said this in, the, in, in primetime gaming. They haven't actually told you no. what they're adding. They're just saying you're going to take what we're giving you and that's it. Yeah. See, that's something that I, I mean, I understand that there's, they're not going to tell you everything. They're going to be like, okay, well, this is the list of games and this and that. They're probably still trying to work all that out. However, when it comes to first party stuff that you own, why aren't we being told what it is? You own them. It's not like you have to make deals with like a third-party company or a third-party <laughs> developer or a, right. a publisher. You own it. So you know exactly what's going in there. When you, say you can put it wherever you want, actually. Yeah, well, right? That's mm-hmm. the thing. And you could say, when they say a selection of PS5 games and PS4 games, whatever, well, what are they? And that would entice customers, you know what I mean, to get in there. Like, for yeah, example, yeah. I was interested in... Um, uh, what the heck's that game uh, that that uh, Mooch is playing all the time? Oh, Returnal, right? And yeah, I'm like, yeah. you know what? It's been a year. Let me check it out. So I went over, and this is why, by the way, this is the danger of the digital PS5. It's still $105 in Canada. Yeah. Okay. What? For, for a the year, digital for, version? For a 13-month-old game, it's, it's $90 plus tax. Okay, so it works out to like, okay, for any of the sticklers in the chat, it works out to like 103.25 or whatever the heck it is. So <laughs> and like, I just rounded up to 105 is basically what you're paying. All right. So that's what it is for a game. And I'm like, the game's 13 months old. I'm not paying for that. But if they put Returnal and let's say, I don't know, maybe like Ratchet and Clank, which I, by the way, I did not platinum that. Uh, and then maybe something else like they got Death Stranding, which I did believe they, they, they did say is going in there. I haven't played those games. Then it might be a little bit more worth it. But the thing is, you know, be a little bit more transparent as to what you're up to. Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it. Be a little bit more transparent. Tell us what's going on. Tell us what's going in there. And you're going to entice customers to, you know, purchase the product. I make jokes. I make ridiculous videos. I make fun of them. I make fun (laughs) of Jim Ryan. I dress up in Jim Ryan wigs and all kinds of silly stuff. And I do what I do. But at the same time, guess what? I'm still a PlayStation player. I still have a PlayStation community. You probably, you know what's interesting, folks? Mag probably has more Platinums Yes, I'm the loudest dude. Of course, on, I do. On, on Twitter, <laughs> I'm 100 percent do. Do you you know that in you know that in 2021 I had like 259 or 200 yeah 259 269 trophies and 14 Jeez. platinums and 14 platinums in one year. 
Yeah. And, and I'm primarily an Xbox player. Yeah. Okay. Just put <laughs> oh that in perspective gosh. for a second. Okay. I put I play 80% of my time on the Xbox. And yes, well, guys, the ones who are the loudest ones do the least. That's for sure. I've seen that in the community. Wow. Are you Johnny with the five dollar super chat says, What if God of War Ragnarok comes out in spring 2023 and Breath of the Wild 2 comes out a week later and overshadows <laughs> it? <laughs> it could very well happen. Hargy and I talk. Crap, I haven't talked to Hargeet today. We usually talk every day on Xbox Live. Dang it, Hargeet. I'm sorry, bro. I'll catch up with you later. Jerron TJ says, don't forget there's also Starfield. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about Starfield in a bit. Everborn Saga, who we just got to hang out with. I got to hang out hey. with Everborn Saga. He says, PTG in the house. Fire, fire, fire. Rich Maharg has a question. Thank you so much for the $15 super chat. Rich, he says, what do you guys think of silent protagonists? Boom. Think about it. You know, I, I I know there are a lot of people that actually want someone to talk. Like th- that's probably what uh, uh, that's a hang up for a lot of people. See, for me personally, the story if if it's if the story is being told in such a way that that it moves you by just visual vi- visualization on the screen, I I I'm okay without a talking protagonist. Now. Listen, if you said, hey, 50%, take it or leave it, I, I would love all games to have a, a voiced character. I, I think that that, that that character does tell the story. But like, for instance, Elden Ring, a lot of people don't like the way the story is being told to you because they're because what From Software is doing is asking you to discover the story for yourself, which I have done. And I'm finding myself, the more I discover, the more enthralled I am. So, I mean, I, if I if you ask me, would I like one or not? I, of course, will pick 10 out of 10 times. I would like a voice protagonist, but that does not turn me off like some people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I w- the first thing I thought of was I'm a massive Fallout New Vegas and Fallout 3 fan. And I love Fallout 4, but I didn't like how the character in uh, Fallout 4, which is a lot like Mass Effect Andromeda, where he's like... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll go over there and and check it out. Like when something gets really crazy, he's like, "Well, that's no, that's a hairy situation." But it wasn't like that in the old Fallout games. Like it was always like dark comedy or dark, uh, just mature. So you got to get it right. I got to ask you, Mag. What's yeah. the the Mag? What's what's your prediction for Starfield? I think uh, for silent protagonist or voice, what's going to happen? That could go either way. Uh, that could go either way. The thing is, depends on how much choice you have in this game. Yeah. Now, I understand it's a that. It's like, the game, bro. Yeah. Like, you got to look at games like, um, um, what the hell? Uh, Mass, like, I understand Mass Effect has thousands of options of where you could go with the, you know, with the, with the game and everything else. And, of course, where the story goes and your, your dialogue trees and everything else. I understand that. And then, of course, your character was still able to you know, portray all those things, even a game like, uh, like, uh, Assassin's Creed, um, uh, Odyssey. Okay. Cassandra, one of my favorite characters, one of my favorite yes! characters in the top five of all time. I got you've say, chosen wisely. Like, yes, of course. <laughs> like, like Lara Croft and all, you know, the great characters. Um, I just don't know. I have no answer. I mean, I'd be okay with it either way, but I, I'm not a fan. Now the only game that I actually uh, boom said it, Elden Ring, he doesn't. He oh yeah! Oh yeah! Silent protagonist. He doesn't mm-hmm. say anything in Elden Ring. He just nope. walks in, you know, with his helmet on, and they're like, <laughs> and then of course, you know, I, I don't care what anybody says. Okay, people, 
crucify me all you want, all right? But the story is so convoluted and ridiculous. I'm like, was George R. R. Martin even there? Because I'm sitting there, and then, like, you know, some girl comes down from a tree wearing a robe, and she goes, you want to be the Elden Lord. You must speak to the wind of the wisps. And I'm like, the who and the what? I'm like, what the hell's Take going on? finger and pick your nose. Yeah, like, it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, it I'm like, so fingers... And then I walk in oh, a room love and it, there's though. hairy fingers and they're like, talk to the fingers. I'm like, what is going on? But anyways, the thing is, the character doesn't say a word, but he's got this sort of badass feel about him. Because when he walks in a room, he doesn't say nothing. He just does this. He kind of lumbers in the room. You got your helmet on. You're dragging your 19-foot sword behind your back. And mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. And it's like, all right, it, that's all it right. It actually does. Uh, it fills in the gaps to, to answer Rich's question. If you have a silent protagonist, it lets you really immersed into the character yeah and then it lets you fill out the rest with your imagination right. does it That's- really really well and uh, my gripe with fallout 4 and writer from mass effect andromeda was the uh, off the cuff kind of like really casual way that they spoke throughout it was the very californian game. no offense to yeah, anybody living in california super lame for um <laughs> right boom it's like you want you know, like you got bj blaskowitz right who who delivers a gruff and a and a, a massive heart He's got such a great heart. So he covers this broad spectrum perfectly as a character. And then you got something like somebody like uh, Commander Ryder, whatever his name is, or Pathfinder Ryder. He's like, I don't know. I mean, that looks like a black hole. It's going to rip us to shreds. Let's go ahead and go on in there. So that's good. Um, can I ask a quick question? Cyberpunk. Did Cyberpunk have a voice? And I can't remember. Yes, it I, did. I, yeah. Okay. So um, did, I mean, obviously, Keanu Reeves, right? The, but the it, female, I, I played the female V right. and she was a little extra gruff, like kind of oversold it, but the, the male one was, was just about right. But yeah, yeah okay, it's kind of so, funny when you think about these games, well, right? That's why I'm bringing it up because I mean, if you, if you want to look at something that is somewhat comparable, you're looking at a first person open world action RPG, right? And cyberpunk was exactly that. And you know, Starfield is a first person open world action RPG. So I could see it going either way, but I think it would make more sense if the character spoke because if you can't see the character, all you're getting is this, like the camera goes when you're saying yes. And the camera's doing this when you're saying Mm -hmm. no. And I'm like, okay, I like, I get it. They've already recorded the voice act. So my, my prediction is that they've recorded a, they, they got a stellar female voice and a male voice to cover however you create your character and they'll let you choose between and a mix because that's kind of what they've been doing. I, I just don't want them to go with the charismatic voice actor or actress. That's not, that doesn't work for how incredible these games are. So yeah, but thank you so much, Rich. That opens up a nice topic. Isaac Gentry says, what's up, guys? Thanks for boom recommendation of the channel. So it looks like you probably grabbed another sub thank and you, another sir. person's going to check out the show. Awesome. Uh, Drawn TJ says, Mag, laugh out loud. Sony is being a real scumbag right now. I'm pissed as a gamer. <laughs> wow. And uh outbreak podcast uh he's been hitting me up he, I, I need to get uh up with him when i get yeah some time. dave's a good dude he's very yeah, he's good. Nice. yeah. i did a show with him yep yeah yeah so dave yeah i saw your message he says two great podcasts joining force is just awesome yeah i'm really glad we're doing this julio guerrero says love you guys just want to share i, <laughs> I already read this one julio i can't read that but uh My he is funny God, if you saw julio, what, what happened there <laughs> If you saw it go by, uh, I'm sure he got, gave you a laugh. Flame says, Colt, they did not remove the yearly option for the new PlayStation Premium, only the yearly option for PlayStation Now, so you can't exploit it. 
Thank you so much for clearing that up. Jesse Darby, finally, with your super chat that was found, says, Sony home apostacars in great games. I don't know what that <laughs> reference is. What's the apostacars? Is it offensive? Am I going to wish I don't know. I didn't is he say talking it? about Italian cars like Ferraris and Lamborghinis and stuff? Hey, I love those. I love those. <laughs> those are fast I'm Italian, cars. Jesse Darby. Yeah, you know, I love the, <laughs> love the Ferrari. And draw TJ says, Man, you got me dying when you did your explanation of Elden Ring at Boom and I. <laughs> and I could laugh as well. I Shout out to over a thousand. I finished <laughs> the, the game. I still the don't know what happened. The guy sitting on the throne. I'm like, all right. Hey, what you else? know what? They used to joke about Kingdom Hearts. They ask somebody to explain the story in Elden Ring. They'll be like, uh, uh, big, long, red hair, huge sword. So the shout out to a thousand people who are watching the show. We got over 500 likes. We reached the goal. Thank you so much. You guys keep that up. Show your support. Let's move Hit into PlayStation button. Premium is uh, just need day and date. Places, you know, you're going to do it. Just do it. Let's uh, let's talk about day and date on PC and um, on the console. Uh, boom, because this is a here's I'm going to kind of set this up for you. I'm going to give you a hard, difficult situation to be set into. Jim Ryan is trying to convince his leadership group at PlayStation and Sony that the fans want day and date, but um, the other part of the leadership may not want them to wholly change and change the perception. Boom, I want you to talk about what they need to do with day and date and maybe why you don't think because we know it's not the Meg already covered. They, it's not about paying the developers to go day and day. They right. don't have to. So take the ro- take the reins on this one because this one gets a little messy. You, day you and know, day. It, it, it's 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 interesting, right? Um, and, and one of the things I find to be a little bit of a head scratcher is everyone that talks about PlayStation first party games equates the number twenty million. Right, they've sold twenty million. Oh, sure. Right. Well, folks, FYI, and this is a shout out to the Wandering Dutch. Last week we talked about it. Uh, I bet you didn't know this, but out of all of their big titles, only three have hit twenty million. That's it. God of War, Spider Man, and I forgot what the and and uh, and, uh, it was um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Did it reach twenty? Horizon Horizon Zero Dawn. Impressive. I didn't know. So. That's and those are good numbers. Those those are amazing numbers, but we have to look at everyone else. Days gone, eight million. Uh, the the last reported number for The Last of Us 2 was 4.2 million. They stopped reporting on that. I wonder why. Um, you know, there's been a lot of games for SIE PlayStation that have sold uh barely a million uh, you know, uh, copies. And you don't really hear too much about them. Ratchet and Clank, I think, uh, sold under two million. Ratchet and Clank is an unbelievable game. If you missed out on it from last year, I, I urge you to play that game. That game is 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 insomniac at their absolute best. It's only um, 120 Canadian. Go get it. Yeah, Go only ahead. 100, <laughs> only 120 Canadian. Um, but Thanks. what what what's interesting about the whole day and date thing is I I, I kind of wonder. If they were to shoehorn day and date into the top tier at $18 a month, how many people like myself who would gladly drop down the because, you know, you you know that you're going to get at least three to four uh, PlayStation exclusives, you know, first party stuff per year. Now, whether I mean, obviously, you're probably going to I can't say every game is going to be a triple A bomb like you had in 2018. They had a lot of like 2018 was a big year for them. You may not get that every year. But what would you rather have? 
Would you rather sell two million of, let's say, the next Ratchet and Clank for your seventy dollars, or would you rather drop it into your service and get people to spend the eighteen dollars a month? I, I, I think that there's something to be said, you know, for that. And and here's the other thing that's pretty interesting. Look at the numbers, the gang busting numbers that Elden Ring did on PC versus console. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. If they were to release their games day and date on PC and have a PC aspect for their PlayStation Plus service that they just launched, which they don't have, by the way, they yeah, would get yeah. a lot of people to sign up for that and spend the $18. Now, I'm not saying because people are going to be like, well, you know, what if you were paying the $10? Well, this, this, it's called premium for a reason. So if you want to sell your premium service for $18, it's pretty cool that there are 700 games that look like they did when they launched in 1991. I'm sure someone's going to find some mm-hmm. fun in that, and that's good on you that if you do. But if they had day and date in there, you would get a lot of people. You would get millions of people to convert because – and if they weren't spending the 18 they'd definitely be spending the 120 like I, All I, right, I've, I, got, I've got some math. Hargeet and I were talking on Xbox Live when this Spartacus thing was about to break, and I, I guess I'll kind of throw him in because we kind of ran through these numbers, and he was he was uh, double checking it with me, and so I'm going to read this twice. I wrote this in response to somebody in a DM that said that Sony shouldn't do day and date because they would lose money. Okay, so I was. Going on the preface, I think that if they offered day and date, that Sony would easily have 25 million subs by the end of the year mm-hmm. paying the top premium service. And I was only get basing this off of if it was $15 a month. It was before I found out it was 18 So let's pretend. Oh, this will give me some wiggle room, okay? Here's the scenario. $18 a month gets you day and date and all the other things that we've learned about in PlayStation Premium. Now, if you if you subbed right now, they would say comes with great games like Horizon Forbidden West, Gran Turismo 7, and the upcoming God of War Ragnarok, okay? Plus some other first-party games, whatever they have coming in the future. They would have so many people. I guesstimate, which is a real word, by the way, I guesstimate that they would have 25 million PS premium, uh, whatever they call the top-tier subs. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this off what I wrote. 25 million PS Spartacus subs would net them $5 billion per year selling two first party games at full price, like uh, selling Grand Turismo 7 and Horizon Forbidden West. Selling two first party games in one year only makes PlayStation $500 million a year. They would, and if they had 25 million people come into the top tier premium service yep. at the go. end of that year, they would net 5 billion instead of 500 million. And I know that the billion can look a little vague because none of us have a billion dollars except for mag. He makes a billion every year in his job. <laughs> right. So mag speak on this. Yes. 5 billion. What, what's the math difference between half a billion and 5 billion? What's that? Six. I, I can't remember. Who's who can do the math. That well, uh, it would it, it would be five times more, five times more, five times more, and then the other kicker, Mag, is talk about this. Like you sell those two games once, you have to wait till your next first party game comes out to make another two hundred and fifty or five hundred million, right at the end of the year. So five hundred million, Mag, to five billion is ten times. 
Oh, ten times. Ten, ten times. times. Ten times. Okay. Here's the thing. Now, I, there's this is gonna go. This is gonna be like a a, a spider web here, and uh, of of where it could go. Now, the thing is, is that spider web exclusive? Yeah. Well, of course it's exclusive. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> has to be. Here's the thing. When you talk about this entire situation, what I think, what I think they should be doing, is that if they're not going to release games on a service on a date, day and date to the console then they need to release for sale on the PC day and date. Now, we've seen recently, you look at something like Elden Ring sold, what, 12 million copies on the the PC, excluding the console? In like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you've got now, when we've heard Jim Ryan say before that he wants to continuously hit numbers like 20 million for his first party titles, right? That's the magic number for them for you know, major success, right? And to keep a franchise moving forward. Now, the thing is, if you're selling 12 million right off the rip, going to PC, that means that you only have to sell 8 million to potentially not only just the PS5, but let's remember, guys, a lot of these are cross-generational to PS4, which they're already about 125 million in the wild. So it's Mm -hmm. it's pretty accessible to say that you could sell 8 million copies of a of a big triple A tentpole game on presumably 125 plus about 10 to 15 million on top. You're looking at a 140 million consoles out there. That's not a lot to ask for. Okay, that's barely like four percent. All right, so that's that's not that bad. Now the thing is, is that day and date? Yes, on the PC. Maybe then. Then that's when they could look at an option. This is where this is going to go in a different direction. Now maybe they go the HBO Max direction. And they say, listen, it's coming out for sale, but in X amount of days or X amount of time or whatever, then it's going to come into the service. Like, for example, HBO Max does that with all the tentpole titles like the Batman mm-hmm. and whatever else. Right. They put it out there and then I think it's like 45 days in the theater and then they'll bring it off to the HBO Max. You know, but uh, they thing. don't even have to do that. And you covered this so well during Boom show an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Like they don't even need to do that. Uh, Xbox has this mode where they'll have a three-day early access for more money remember what was it like three or four million forza horizon five copies sold for the ultimate edition now if playstation says we're going to put our games day and date on playstation premium right and they say but we're also offering a, a diamond edition or platinum edition whatever they call it where you get the game three to four days early and you get the extra DLC, but it's, you know, it's $80 or it's $90 or whatever the markup is. Because when you're a diehard in this community, like diehard fans of Halo or Forza or whatever big game like Starfield, if there's a version of Starfield that you can get three days early that comes with like some extra, you know, bedazzled guns, like the hardcores will not wait for Game Pass. They'll just buy it because they know... I don't have to wait till Thursday night to play the game at night at night or midnight. I can play it on a Tuesday right. and I'm going to be like playing it as soon as possible. I right. can't wait any longer. So that's my answer. Yeah. Boom. What, what do you think about them? Instead of just making people wait like, Oh, our game's too special to give away. So we're going to make you wait a, a month and a half or whatever. What do you think about them doing a premium edition for more money, three days early. Well, I mean, you, you guys both touched on it. Look what happened with Forza Motorsport, uh, Forza Horizon Five. I, 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 along with, uh, you know, with, with with a whole bunch of other people, spent the forty dollars for the for the for the markup, right? For the for the extra, the early access. Now, I got I got a chance 
uh, believe it or not, uh, and I'm still shocked, Microsoft gave me the code to review, which is it's, mm-hmm. uh, I was able to review Gears, and uh, and I did such a good job with that that they thought, hey, listen, let's give you a Forza, which I got a chance to play. But you guys hit really hit on how many people were playing the 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 premium edition, even though they could wait for Game Pass. And I think <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. So, I, yeah. I I I think that listen, say what you want about PlayStation and their fans, not the toxic people. Not the most loudest one that don't play games that that don't have their their trophies available for everyone to see. Not those. <laughs> I'm talking about the actual people that really do yeah. love the brand. They are just as passionate for the brand as Xbox people. And you know something? They would spend the money for the uh, for this extra edition that had this, that, and the third, even if it was coming. So Mike, so I'm saying Microsoft. So Sony could still make a ton of money, but I, I think Colt, you're onto something. Five hundred million versus five billion dollars for the year. If everyone sp- and I think you're onto something again. The dedication of Sony's fans cannot be cannot be denied and put into the conversation. And I think you're onto something. Honestly, if they did have a day and date, they would see twenty five million in a year because they have such a dedicated fan base there's 50 million ps plus users like hargeet's in the chat here and we were like our guesstimation was i think half of those users would jump at a day and date i I so hargeet uh, right in the chat like are we kind of are we still kind of somebody's making fun of the math as we kind of i'm trying to do the math while we're doing the show live i'm i'm (laughs) terrible at like doing crunching a number while i'm trying to produce the show but hargeet do you think we're kind of still in the ballpark, but uh, write it in the chat. But Meg, were you going to say something, buddy? No, no, I get no. I, there's something I got to disagree with. And the reason why there's all these PS Plus members right now is because that's how you know that's the way that you be able to access some of these games. Now I understand, like, yes, like yes, Fortnite yes, yes. and stuff like that, and Apex Legends. You could play without having to do that, right? I believe that's on the Sony thing. That's what Microsoft. Yeah, that's, was that's a lot yeah, of free to play. For. Yeah. Right, Xbox already play. has that. It's already free right. to play. That's been going on for about a year. But go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I'm, good I'm just point. saying when, yeah, that, that was uh, before. But anyways, the thing is, yeah, a lot of those people are playing PS Plus because they're playing Call of Duty. I'm not sure if they're going to go over there to pay for a, a subscription to, to just, just to be able to get God of War and maybe one other game. That's the other well, thing they- I wanted to actually bring up, though. Like, sometimes there's only, like, two killer games a year. Is that worth an entire year's of worth of subscription service unless well, they're Sony jumping speaking, sorry yeah they're jumping on the service with with the other games they're providing well, and then if I'm you throw in like, like xbox was able to support. get 25 million subscribers in i guess it took them four years so maybe yeah. hargeet and i are uh maybe we're overestimating how many people would jump in immediately it's the same Chat, as let xbox me know gold people right yeah, like that's game true pass, chat like let us know how many is- you think would join uh in the within a first year if PlayStation's bangers were a day and date. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> the other option well, is like, like th- this is the other thing. is like, why would you even bother going through this unless there's a lot of third part, a strong third party support, right? And yeah, like, they're yeah. purchasing games to fill in that time gap. Like, for example, I'm looking at 2022 for Sony for myself, right? And I looked at like the Uncharted thing. I don't count that as a release. I just count that as a bonus of something that I already kind of had. But my two big games of the year were Horizon Forbidden West, um, Forspoken, 
which is coming out. And that's hit or miss. I'm not even sure if that's going to be great. And, of course, God of War Ragnarok. So let's just say God of War Ragnarok and Horizon Forbidden West. That is two games for the entire year. Am I going to pay for a subscription for those two games? Not 100% sure about the third-party support. I'm not going to do it. Because what you can do as an alternative is to not pay for that. You could just turn around and game share with somebody and get the games for 50% off. So you could buy the one game and you get two games. Right? So for 100 bucks, whatever, 100, you know, 100 bucks uh, for me, I can get the two big games of the year. And I pay for one, someone else pays for the other. And that's all there is to it. And I avoid the subscription. And then, of course, unless they're locking down other third-party titles that make it worthwhile. Like, for example, Xbox is doing right now the the x mlb the show 22 no one's talking about it it's sitting right there right it just came out right last year they had uh they had the show as well and then they had outriders in the same week wonderful i played them all in the summer okay it was all indie games that i never would have touched raji being one of them fantastic game by the way uh, and then of course the uh the ascent and all these other games that are played that i played in during the summertime and then right in uh, rolling right into the fall and psychonauts 2 and blah 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 blah. we all know that but the thing is they kept it exciting and they kept it interesting throughout the entire year there was every week every couple of weeks you see how xbox always, or um, game pass always does a little tweet coming up coming mm-hmm. soon coming this coming that you're excited to stay in the service. If Sony does that in a meaningful fashion, then I could see it happening. But if you're going to do it for two games a year, it's not enough to entice people to stay in there on a permanent basis. That's all yeah. I, I mean, like, like Boom covered really well. Like they gained seven studios, and they've got a bunch of games in the works. They're doing major third-party deals that are exclusive that would go there, even though they're not first-party. They would still bring them into the dates, the day and date. Um, yeah, I mean. It could grow pretty big. I put a poll up here. Let me see how it's doing. Let me look at the poll. I can't see the poll. I can see oh, it. I can only see the bottom of it. Come on now. Um, what's what's oh, it sitting at? It's uh, 30, 32% are saying 10 million. Yeah, Second I can see that's the only part. 5 million. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 20 maybe, you know, plus maybe, million, 25%. Maybe we overestimated, but the offering could be really great. Um, yeah, it would be really enticing. Let's see, we got Sweeping Vistas, just... who says, uh, not a first-party games day and date, but can you see a bidding war for third-party games coming to day and date between PlayStation and Xbox? Absolutely, I can see that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I think that that's yeah. another reason why there's a there's a, there's a, um, a race war. Uh, a race war, Jesus. Uh, an arms race. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's not how it meant to come up. Arms race. Uh, for acquiring studios because you're tra- because the content war is what I was trying to say. The content mm-hmm. war is coming, right? Yeah. All I can picture is Yoda, by the way. It's like, be gone, the content war has. Uh, it's basically, <laughs> it's a content war is coming up. And so what's happening is that you're going to be... Why, why did your Yoda sound like you was Scottish? Because I've been talking for three and a half hours, Colt. <laughs> He's running out of voice power. I'm running out of Yoda. voice. <laughs> Meg, I would love to see an overdub version of Yoda with a Scottish accent. But still have his same just, speech pattern. I've gone delirious. I've been I've been yelling for three hours. I've, I haven't done that in a long do time. Do or do not. There is no yeah. try. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyways, the thing is, uh, it's a content war coming up, right? And then what they're going to yeah. do? It's 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 a race to who could buy the most studios to get the most content yeah. out there, and that's what's it really is. Happen. So yeah. the thing is, what's left of the battlefield? Yes, you're going to have a bidding war between Microsoft. And Sony, and guess what, folks? It ain't going to be much of a war if you're going up against Microsoft's uh, pockets, okay? Lil Wayne said it. Their pockets are so deep, my money has to swim out of it. 
Okay, so (laughs) that's 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 how that's how deep Microsoft's pockets are. They're going to win every single one of those battles if they really wanted to. So then you're going to be left with companies like Ubisoft, Capcom. They're the ones going to be sitting there going, all right, back up the trucks. Who wants Resident Evil 9, you know, or whatever they're going to call it. Or uh, Ubisoft to be like, who wants the Division 3? You know, you wanted Sony, you wanted Xbox. Who wants it? Who wants it? Come on. Who's going to pay up the mm-hmm. money to get this day one? And that's what's going to happen. And then it's going to be a buy, it's going to be a buyer's market in that one. And then it, and then eventually it's going to be a seller's market because then they can start demanding whatever they want. When people, yeah, are I mean, we shouldn't for content. I could see that. We can't get it twisted because um, PlayStation had like eight to twelve amazing games during the PS4, and then Xbox had like five or six amazing games during yeah. the the Xbox One generation. So you have to kind of step back and say. How much content is exclusive? It's like, it's such a small amount along all the games you buy. Like I buy 20, 30 games a year at least. And then the exclusives are like just a handful, right? So Meg was right. Like when he first spoke, it's a race to get, it's no longer how how great can your exclusives be? That's not good enough anymore. It has to be who can bring more unique content. And the race that he's talking about is a race to buy up studios and get more factory output of exclusives on your platform and for xbox is cross game pass and their devices and playstation has to figure out how they're going to fit into that they're so far behind that we're going to uh talk about um xbox has like these established studios they're waiting for them to crank out games but their problem right now is their established studios are having some growing pains they're having some obstacles i want to talk to you guys about Undead Labs, they just had a hit piece from Kotaku. I want to start with Boom, because I know Boom has a long history of being dissatisfied with the way the game's media approaches uh, things, especially when it comes to Xbox, and they've kind of flipped that, right, Boom? Tell us about what's going on with Undead Labs, where State of Decay is sitting for the third game. I mean, listen, let's talk about the serious stuff first. Uh, Obviously, there were some accusations made uh, regarding, um, you know, some serious topics, some hot world topics that are going on regarding misconduct, regarding um, crunch, regarding, uh, you know, a few other things. And listen, the, the hit piece from Kotaku, Microsoft was aware that it was coming, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what was interesting, and, and, and it was a very, very long and detailed article, you know, um, the, 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 person that was responsible for a lot was of, of what was going on at undead labs is no longer with the studio and has not been for quite some time yeah. um you know uh they did poll a couple of i believe it was half a dozen uh current workers there and they said that the 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 culture at undead labs has changed you know it's it's not perfect but it has changed significantly better than it was um you know, and, and, and that's, you know, that's that's great for the developers because no one wants to work in a place where you're unhappy or you are abused in some way or another for race, creed, color, whatever, or sexual orientation. You want to go to work, you want to enjoy your job, and you want to make a great game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the things, uh, unled de- uh, Undead Labs, that we've learned from this article is they have doubled in size since they were acquired in 2018. Um, that's, that's, that's something to be said. Um, we've also heard from Colobrio who said that there's going to be some sort of a parkour system 
added to the game and that it is the most ambitious Ooh, and biggest nice. open world game that Xbox has ever taken on. Um, and that's something to be said, you know, when you make, when you, when, and listen, this, this series uh, is, you know, started out as an arcade game, right? And then the second one, they were able to put it together with a bunch of tape and a, and a whole handful of developers, and they launched it, and it didn't launch great. But if you've played it, they have made incredible strides to make that game a, one heck of an experience. So obviously, the third iteration is coming. Uh, we saw a CD trailer a couple of years ago to get everyone excited. Now we learned that the animals are now going to be infected, and that is going to play a huge part in the game. Um, listen, the one thing that Microsoft struggled with early on with the Xbox one was not enough studios to continue to crank out games. So if a game was delayed, the whole thing was thrown into a a tizzy. That's not the case anymore. And listen, I understand you want your games when you want your games and when you want them. But the reality is, is that we've heard so many complaints from many people. Well, they put out half-baked 70 meta games. Huh, well, yeah. if you don't want half-baked 70 meta games, then let that studio breathe. Let them take their time. You have Starfield this year. You got Forza Motorsport coming. Next year, you probably have Hellblade 2. You got Compulsions mm-hmm. game. You know, you, 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 you know, there is so, they have so much content that if Stay of Decay 3 is delayed an extra year, an extra 18 months, who cares? I want them to delay it. Yeah. Uh, The game was amazing. It it was a major change and update after a year in 2019. I was like, why did you just wait? Like, I didn't need that game then. I wanted it to be better. Yeah, the tethering Uh, system was a real problem when it launched, and and the online didn't work very well, and it it was very stuttery. And that's a game that you can't get stuck in a corner, otherwise you're finished. Right. Yep. So, Meg, listen. what do you expect to see from State of K three? What's uh, what are you hearing? Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think's coming? Because there's been a lot of speculation about yeah. what they're doing. Um, as for the culture that's going around about the um, undead labs in the uh, in the actual, uh, I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not going to speak on it too much because I'm not really a hundred percent sure what's going on there. That could be old news for all we know. It could have been solved. It could have been rectified by now. Uh, I don't think it's going to affect the the uh, the quality of the game. I don't think it's going to delay the game any further than it's already already is. We got to keep in mind too, eh? I mean, this pandemic situation. I know people use it as a crutch for mm-hmm. a lot of things. However, I mean, you know, Phil and Jim Ryan both said expect. A lot of delays in in, in 2020, in late 2020 and 2021, uh, and that will affect all the way till 2023. They did say that these things were going to happen. Now that we're going to have to pivot because a lot of the studios have gone back to in-person working and stuff like that, right? So they're dealing with all that, and I think that it's not going to affect the quality of the game in the long run. I think that when you have this, and this is another reason why, by the way, I believe that something like Activision Blizzard is enough to do the car key thing. Like I said earlier about the car keys to get a baby's attention while you're, uh, you know, while you're taking a picture. Yeah. Ding, 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 yeah. Ding, ding, look over here, Johnny. Look over here, Johnny. That's enough. Like an Activision Blizzard is enough of that. Look over here, Johnny moment to take focus off of undead labs. Okay. And or Bethesda, whatever. Studios, right. And then, yeah. or even like, um, uh, what's it called? Like Hellblade two or anything like that. 
you get all these. And, and then there's the third the party, or there's the global publishing games too. Like Jason right. Max says, Somerville, Contraband, Indiana Jones. Like there's, yes. he says they're wild card games. We don't know exactly how good or great or if they'll no. suck or what, but there are other games that are coming in between uh, these delays. Right. And so therefore, that's why you need a plethora of content out there. So that what you can do is that you can plug in that content in certain areas and be able to move things around like chess pieces and say, okay, you know what? This is not ready. You know, like a war table, you know, and you got the dude mm-hmm. with the stick and he's got like little figurines of like guys who go like, let's move the soldiers over here. And then we're going to move the base over here. And this and that. It's the same thing with these games. Phil's probably got that big stick and he's probably got, he goes, all right, you know what? Uh, they're not ready. Let's plug in. Modern Warfare 2, Day and Date in the Gay Pass. Uh, let's hope that that gets in there uh, or whatever, right? I'm just making up names. Diablo 4, we're going to push that over here. And in sure. place of that, let's put Hellblade 2 over here because they're going to be delayed six months. No one's going to ask about these games if you're getting a lot of great content. That's what I'm getting at. So let's say, you know, let's say Diablo 4 hits before hellblade 2 and it's magnificent is anybody gonna be there's gonna be that one guy in the back of the corner he's gonna be there ah what about hellblade 2 be like dude we're all playing diablo leave it like let it go like let's go we're playing this and playstation has ragnarok coming and then their first party stuff like you can't really they don't have anything announced like we just kind of know that naughty dog's working on a sci-fi game plus they're working on maybe another uncharted or uncharted spell you don't you know it's kind of a unknown but there are a ton of games coming let me grab a couple supers here uh risky for the biscuit thank you so much for the australian three says ps now has 3.2 million subs plus 54 million playstation plus i think 25 million is reasonable um yeah maybe space dovakin thank you so much says i think starfield pushing five to ten million subs to game pass i would say maybe two to five uh that's they've got pretty high numbers for something as new in the industry as it is now because it's kind of a new paradigm shift to get games like unlimited all you can eat buffet soup salad and breadsticks for 5.99 on your olive garden racing cars on gran turismo sebastian h with says how many people play gran turismo 7 in the first month compared to forza horizon 5 yeah mag what's your guess Oof. i, I think it was like less than a mil- 12 million well yeah 12 uh, for forza horizon for, uh, 5 forza? or something right Absolutely, yeah. I would say. Oh, I would say borderline anywhere between eight and ten times the the amount of uh, people were were engaged in Forza Horizon. Now, that's the other interesting thing, and I'm not going to go deep in that. I just want to say the interesting thing is that when you get 12 million people in the first month, let's say of Forza Horizon, okay, as opposed to let's say I don't know a million on Gran Turismo, Grand Transaction, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> here's the thing: that 12 million people, you've exposed them, mm-hmm. okay, to DLC. You've exposed them to car packs you've exposed them to you know um uh, other cosmetics or whatever you know what i want a mohawk on my uh, maserati or whatever whatever you want to do right there you've exposed these people to that now you got those 12 million people in that ecosystem are checking out this content and and let's say 1 million out of the 12 million actually pull the trigger on something yeah that's it's better point. than nothing, isn't it? So yeah. the thing is, but when you're starting with 1 million and you're expecting these people to pay $40 for a car or whatever the heck, you're going to get even half of the, You're going to get like 1% of 1 million. Now you're yeah. talking nothing, right? Yeah. So like, it's better to get those people in there. And this, by the way, you want to Tarantino this situation and go from the ending right <laughs> back to the beginning? 
We're going to yeah. do that right now. This all ties in to what we talked about an hour and a half ago about holding on to PlayStations for God of War Ragnarok. It doesn't, now that I'm thinking about it, it makes less and less sense because that's what you want to do. You want to get them out there and get them in the wild, not hang on to them for a big title because you want these people to be in the ecosystem so they can spend the money and Sony can get their 30%. They're going to make way more money if they have a dang console and they yep. have access to the whole library. Boom, how many people were playing Grand Turismo 7 in the first month? What's your guesstimate? That's my favorite word tonight. Look, it's and don't mess up at, at some we'll come point. After you. <laughs> you know, we we, ha- we have to. Well, I mean, listen. I mean, you know, th- this this game comes out with the hopes and the dreams of many people who grew up with Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. It was the king of racers in the PlayStation One and PlayStation Two era, right? It, it, Gran Turismo One through Three were nothing short of amazing games. They were so yeah. amazing that my brother and I imported them because we used to import consoles back in the days. We imported the games because we didn't want to wait. And even though we didn't understand oh. Japanese, we understood, you know, the licenses and everything. And we we How absolutely cool. loved it. Um, this was supposed to be Polyphony's coming out party. It's return in the biggest way. And unfortunately, um, if I had to guess probably under a million people because here's the thing a lot of people didn't enjoy their last take on the game gran turismo sport was was not received very well right it sold yeah but it didn't sell like uh, like with 20 million copies it's 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 a it's an, a gran turismo is not forza a horizon you know what i'm saying it is very motorsport and it's a very niche audience that likes this you know, tuning your car and getting your licenses. I would say that under a million people, I, I, just to, for, you know, to, to make it even, I say a million people bought and played the game. But I think that the minute the controversy happened, it, it I mean, the, the player base went right off. It, it, mm-hmm. it dropped because it, it, the, the bad press just kept following this game. And then, then obviously they had the update. Then obviously it was down. For thirty three hours with no explanation oh from Polyph- yeah, Polyphony right. yeah, yeah, when they yeah. did the update, and then when the update finally came back, they're like, "Oh, by the way, we rolled back the pricing on how much you were making per 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 race because people were exploiting it, and now you make less." And because they added, the system was so unfair in the first place, right? And, and they yeah. and they added for good measure two sixteen million dollar cars the same day it came back. Yeah. So Ouch. yeah, not, not, they charged not, more. They took yeah. time off and they found a way to charge more. It's absolutely mm-hmm. remarkable. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff really needs to quit. Um, pushing polygons. Thank you so much for the twenty dollars super chat. He says, "In content wars, this is why acquisitions are more important and why Microsoft possibly passed on the Kotor remake. Since market will support more than one of same game Star Wars or Wolverine, Microsoft won't make because they don't own the base IP." Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I think um, the 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 games they're putting out, like Contraband, like they they're gonna own that IP. I think they're uh, that doesn't belong to Avalanche. I think if they bought that IP, they're having Avalanche. Make I think it. they bought Avalanche. They just haven't announced it yet. Yeah, that's, 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 that's an ace in the yeah. Story. yeah they, I think. So I mean, too. that could be. I um, mean, of course, we could speculate that they want to buy Avalanche and they're working on a deal. But that is a good point. They could have already done that, and they don't want to say anything like that. <laughs> You know, you just had to, you have to tell your ask your parents for permission uh, when you already <laughs> did something. I don't know, but um, yeah, um, we did. T- it's crazy. 
the E3's coming up. E- e- the ESA canceled the show. I wanted to get into it. We're running low on time, but like I said early on the show, Xbox is doing a briefing show. Yeah. Jeff Grubb has said that they're doing it in June. I predict they're going to do it the second week of June, like they always do yep. that Sunday. So I fully expect it. I Xbox doesn't care where E3 is. They're going to be there. Mag said it perfectly. They have a theater and they want to use it. So hopefully they'll the do that next theater, year. For crying out loud. <laughs> it's their the theater. Xbox Game yeah. Pass theater can you imagine yeah, Phil's uh, like guys we named the theater after us can we do something here what what's what's the problem yeah, <laughs> they could, well they could rent it out to playstation but they don't come to e3 but i think That's there's gonna cool. be great things guys this has been the ecstasy podcast i'm the host coldies well i'm trying to be a host this is a great <laughs> show the ecstasy podcast the xbox newscast show uh i'm here with the mag and Mr. Boomstick XL from Primetime Gaming and Boomstick from his own Boomstick channel. I have their, in the description, I have their links to Twitter, which will take you to their channels or their their profiles so you can follow them, subscribe to them, follow, watch the videos, watch the little things that Mag does, check out the shows that Boom does. Before I go to Boom, the new kid on the block. <laughs> We're all old here, but the new kid on the block, the Mag. He's the younger Tell of the people. old men. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um i'm gonna grab some supers here just in a second but before i get to boom but mag yes tell people where they can find you and when they can expect to see your next little uh crazy video that you throw up with your well, phone and uh, just get people wild i tell people listen when it comes to my videos there's two things that have to happen. It's kind of like Batman waiting for a crime to happen. When the crime happens, you know that I'll be swooping in from the shadows to jump in. All you got to wait is for some stupid take or some really ridiculous announcement and then some people running with it, and then I'll be right there waiting for you. And then that's what – you know, it's funny. When something does go down, I get endless amount of DMs where people are like, Mac, you got to do a video. Mac, you got to do a video. And I'm like, guys, I'm not uh-huh. a dancing monkey. I said, when the inspiration hits, and it's got to be funny, otherwise I ain't doing it. And actually, there's a lot of Gran Turismo stuff I was going to do. Um, we, one of them was really damn funny, but I couldn't pull it off, and I couldn't pull it off without getting into trouble. So I decided to pull back <laughs> and not do it at all. Yeah, nice filter. Uh, yeah, I had to really pull back on it. So, But I, I'm actually going to use a piece of that for another video. Uh, God bless my wife for filming all that stuff. But yes, guys, you can follow me at Twitter, Middle Age Game Guy. That's with a GY at the end, of course. You guys know where to find me. I'm with this young man down below, Mr. Boomstick XL, Monday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern on Primetime Gaming, of course. And uh, what else do I got going on? Actually, I'm leaving the country this week. And when I come back, which is the Tuesday Ooh. after Easter Monday, um, I am doing, I'm doing, I'm actually, Noof Nukem's very, his final show, uh, awesome. his final gaming after dark. There's going to be a bunch of guests on there dropping in, dropping out, and people just, you know, uh, you know, saying, goodbye and good luck and all that kind of stuff as uh, that show is going off the air i will be making an appearance on that show and uh, that should be a ruckus time so check that out that's a, i think that's going to be on the 19th other than that you guys cool. know where to find me i'm everywhere it's ridiculous and you know what the thing is i'm not mooch i'm my, I'm my own man and i'm older than mooch by the way just so everybody knows by two years so you know what i was born before him yelling before him but anyways all joking aside guys <laughs> the original it's, it's an absolute honor to be here i i can't believe that i'm actually here and you know what's funny uh, i even my parents are watching the show for crying out loud so they, they hey, I, just, hi. yeah 
it's, uh, it's, I mean, it was an absolute honor to be in this show tonight. I can't believe that I'm actually here. And like I said, it's just, I'm going to be talking about it and thinking about it for days after. But anyways, guys, it was wonderful. Boom. You're amazing. Colt, you guys are amazing in chat. I wish I could say hi to you all, but my goodness, there's a thousand I tried. people. It's, I tried and I couldn't yeah. keep up, but I just want to say hi to everybody in the chat. You guys are wonderful. It was great. And we'll see you guys all very soon. Have a great night. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Meg. I, I got to say, my jaw hurts right here from you guys having me smiling, smiling the whole so time much. throughout your whole show. And now this one, uh, Rock88 says, uh, great panel tonight. Glad I can make it. Thumbs up. Thank you so much. We got Thanks, 600 brother. likes. You're amazing. And the other star of the show, Mr. Boomstick XL. Tell everybody about all the shows you're doing, where they can find them, and when they air. And don't ask me because I'll get the times wrong. Go for yeah, it. Listen, <laughs> folks, look, uh, first of all, I want to thank the the 1,000 people that came out to check us out. Uh, obviously, Colt is a great dude. He does incredible content. His videos are second to none. And uh, this show that he's doing every week for you is is he does it because he loves the community. But more importantly, he loves gaming. And I definitely, uh, the Mag and, and, and Colt and myself definitely appreciate you being here for sure. Uh, I'm Mr. Boomstick XL on Twitter. Uh, I, uh, my DMs are open. I answer everybody. Um, I, I love giving new people who want to get a shot in podcasting to, to come on one of my shows. Uh, it's something that's super important to me. It's what I built the channel on with the community. Um, I do four live shows a week. My only day off is Wednesday, and this Wednesday I'm doing a spotlight on a new upcoming uh, uh, British show. Uh, the grumpy, uh, the uh, the grumpy podcast. Uh, I, I'm getting it wrong. I, I I got, but the grumpy gamers podcast. Uh, there you go. And uh, I'm doing that once a month because five five streams a week is difficult. But I I love it. Uh, Monday <laughs> nights, primetime gaming, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, two plus hours of multi-plat conversation. The Xbox Factor podcast, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's a two-hour show on Tuesdays. Uh, Wednesday, like I said, mo- normally it's my my day off. Uh, Thursdays uh, is something new. Um, I've been doing a one-on-one uh, with some of the industry's absolute finest uh, and, and some of the community's finest. It's called X-Vlog Live. Um, this week I have Gaz from uh, Game On Woo! Daily. Uh, he's going to be bringing this. He's going to bring you the sauce for sure. Um, I've had Randall Thor, Jez Corden. I, I've had oh, wow. Miles Dom Pierre. I've had uh, a couple weeks ago. I had Jeff Grubb on. From, Gosh, you know, great guys. Yeah, so Grubb's a great yeah. dude. Um, and then, of course, Friday mornings uh, before your weekend breakfast with Boom, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and uh, all you have to do is go check out Double Barrel Gaming. Like I said, this year we crossed 10,000 subscribers live on the air during the uh, the Activision Blizzard uh, shenanigans over at the Iron Lords podcast where they had, I think it was 31 guests in a six-and-a-half-hour oh, yeah. podcast, uh, which was, uh, I, I, thanks to them, obviously, I crossed the 10K and would love to hit 12 this year. Um, and, uh, if you enjoyed the banter, check out double barrel gaming on YouTube. Thanks again for being here. Have an awesome night and we'll see you next week for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Hit the like on the way out. This has been the ecstasy podcast live on cold Eastwood and on demand audio only on Spotify, Google, Apple podcasts, pocket podcasts. Wow. I can just say that like a machine, but thanks to (laughs) anchor for giving me a platform to put those on other places for everybody in such an easy way where I can just get that out there 
and get the show on demand. It's very, very cool. I'll get timestamps up as I get show process. I yeah. got to talk to these guys post-show, let them go. They're probably tired. We just did a four-plus-hour show. I can't even do the math. I'm so tired. You guys are amazing. We're going to get out here. I'm going to hit the outro button and uh, pretend like I know what I'm doing, like I'm a real producer. You guys are awesome. Have a good night, and we'll see you next week.